All right, Chris. It's like me and you today. You ready for this shit? Yep. Scarface, episode 301, on the road to 400 already. Kidding me? You kidding me or what, man? Kidding me or what, man? <laughs> <laughs> you know, give me, give me your, uh, your best Tony Montana theme music to get us into the show. All right, man. Let me get this song. It's theme music. <laughs> I don't know what that sounds like, but it sounds like something. Let's go. Video What's going on, man? It's the Home Video Hustle Podcast, baby. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, everybody? I'm Brent. I'm Chris, man. <laughs> and this is the Home Video Hustle. We do what, Chris? We hustle motherfucking hustle. <laughs> Episode 301, like I said, it's the Scarface, not the original, the remake from 1983. And yes, folks, if you didn't know, this is a remake. One of those remakes that overshadowed the original. It don't happen often, mm-hmm. but it did happen in this case because everybody knows this Scarface. Nobody's going to know the old Paul Mooney version or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, when I heard that, I blew my mind too. They didn't hear that one. Tell me, the crazy part is that it's the same fucking plot. Of course, just in the, in the 30s, you know, you'd, a lot of shit you couldn't do, and there was no cocaina. Yeah. But it's the same fucking plot. You still had. So, None of that yayo. No yayo. I don't think, I forget what the fuck it was. Maybe it was liquor. Maybe it was Prohibition Times or some shit. I can't mm. remember. It's been a while since I watched it. But you had the, the crazy motherfucker. You had this, the sister and the friend, and he smoked the friend for fucking with the sister. And like, all that stuff is in the original movie. Like the. Turning on Lopez, all that good shit. Like, well, his name wasn't Lopez, but there you go. Sounds like some pissing in the back. <laughs> My coffee getting in. Just need some coffee to get you started. Coffee. Scarface from 1983. Two hours and 50 minutes. Probably one of the, no, I said it's the longest movie we watched. Lord of the Rings, I don't know how long that might have been still the long. No, as I think that Return of the King was like three hours or something, wasn't it? I believe those Lord of the Rings movies run long. So it's not the longest movies. One of the longest ones, I'll say. How much do you think this cost to make? Hmm, this is 1983. Yes, um, two mil? Two mil. Long! Hell no, nah, man. You're in the double digits. Hmm. 15 mil? Long! More than that. Ooh, okay. Uh, 35? Long! It's cost $37 million. Hey. 37? Yeah, that's right, 37. How much do you think it made? Um, I don't know back then if it was... I'm. I mean, it's recognized now as a hit, but I don't know if it was back then. That's a good question. Um, <laughs> forty-five mil. Wrong. More. They made money. Ooh, it made its money back. That's what it's, I like. It, I will say it's a big hit for '83. Like nowadays, this number would probably be like a heart attack. But back then, this was a hit. So fifty mil. Wrong. More than fifty. Sixty-five. 66 million dollars. Damn it. <laughs> so yeah, that's it. That's a hit back then. Nowadays, yeah. that's nothing. IMDB mm-hmm. scores something point three out of ten. What you think? Seven point three. 
8.3. I was thinking 8, but I went low. That's all right. What about the critics on Rotten Tomatoes? Accumulatively, what do you think they thought about it out of 100%? Did the critics like it? No, I'm going to say the critics gave it an 85. Wrong! Lower than 85. Really? Uh, 75? Wrong! 79% from the critics. So that is fresh. But the audience, and now you got to remember this audience score. Mm-hmm. The audience, audience probably gave that, I would say, give it an 85. Wrong! Higher. Woo, 90? <laughs> A little bit higher. 91. Wrong! Higher. 92? Wrong! Higher. 94? Oh, you did Wrong! Damn it, I did it. I thought you were going to keep going up. Like, no, it was 93%. <laughs> 93 from the audience, so people love this movie. Directed by Brian De Palma, starring Al Pacino, Michelle Pfeiffer, Stephen Bauer, Robert Loja. Robert Loja. <laughs> F. Murray Abraham. Mary El- I can't read my own hair right now. Mary Elizabeth Mastratonio. Paul Shinar. I think that's all names I got. <laughs> Chris, while I get my coffee, mm-hmm. tell me how this started. Um, it started with a, a title scroll about sh- said about how um, Cash all sent all those uh, sent all the, the political uh, people uh, um, political criminals to uh, he was, from he was Cuba. Saying, saying that there were, he was sending people over there to be reunited with their families, but then he snuck in a bunch of criminals mm-hmm. in the boats with him. So he said, "We don't want them. We don't need them. Already. You can have them. We don't want them." Because yeah. uh, the ratio was uh, out of a hundred thousand, one hundred twenty-five thousand uh, people sent, twenty-five thousand of them were just criminals. Had criminal records. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was, you know, I give you props for remembering that part because most people wouldn't start with the title crawl. I honestly, uh, that was the first thing I noted when I saw that. I was like, I, why do I not remember this? Because most, I was saying most people would have probably just went straight to the interrogation or not to, but the interview room or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's why I give you props, sir. Yeah. So, and then with that, uh, we get taken to. Uh, Tony Montana being uh, interviewed by uh, I think immig- uh, immigration. immigration, him giving him uh, giving him shit trying to he's trying to uh, get across the border. Uh, oh, he is across the border. Or he's get, he's trying to stay across the border, but they trying to get that green card. Trying to get that green card. He they're just like I, we've heard this so many times. We don't give we don't give a fuck what he's saying. Basically, well, he's lying his ass off. He's trying to he's trying his hardest to lie his ass off, but he's not doing a very good job. At least to them. It's all kind of lines from this movie. You know, one of my favorite ones right here, because he's like, because uh, of course his name is Scarface. He got a scar on his fucking face. Mm-hmm. Duh. But the, the immigration dude picks up the, or not picks him up, he be like turns his head and he's like, where'd you get that scar, huh? Eating pussy? He's like, well, I'm get a scar like this eating pussy, man. But it's funny because. <laughs> I got the scar as a kid, man. You should have seen the other kid. You should see the other guy. Mm-hmm. But um, their TV edit. I'll never forget because I remember the first time I saw this movie was actually on USA, watching it with my mom and dad when I was like twelve, probably. And, uh, twelve, twelve. And it, when at that part, it was like, "Where'd you get that scar, huh? Eating pineapple?" <laughs> but the the <laughs> wow. I as a kid, I didn't even think about it because I thought it makes sense because like, oh, you know, pineapples they have the little the the spikes, mm-hmm. so maybe you could scar your face eating pineapple. But then of course, as a dumb kid, we don't realize like, oh, mm. push you, <laughs> that's the joke. Important lesson out there, kids: be careful eating your pineapple. Is this one of those ones that made the one uh, hundred uh, historical movies list? You talking like the the film registry and all that yeah. shit? I don't know if this might be in there. Let's let's look real quick and see. 
It wouldn't surprise me if he did make the film registry. Filming, music, Scarface is the only remake to appear in the AFI 10 or top 10 list or whatever. Influencing hip hop. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of that. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, this is canceled sequels and remakes and all this shit. Yeah. Because I was telling you, there was like a, they were talking about doing a remake like not a few years ago. Mm-hmm. I was says in 2022, the film was reportedly shelved. Yeah, just leave it the fuck alone. Just uh, don't bother. COVID probably took it, which probably was one of the good things. Oh, they've been talking about that shit since 2001. Yeah, yeah, but uh, they were about, if they're about to uh, if they're about to bring it out 2022, then that probably well, you know, technically there is a sequel to. I mean. There was a sequel book somebody wrote. It's almost like a what if. Ah. What if Tony didn't get fucked up at the end? And then there's the video game that I had. Spoilers. Yeah, well, I did. <laughs> you know by now. But um, you remember the video game? I had it. I had it. I still have it. But on Xbox and shit. Yeah, I remember what you watch, watch you play it a little bit. I'd say that was the hypest shit with that video game. Like, because it starts at the end of this movie with the shootout. Because mm. it's like, well, like I said, what happened if he didn't die? And I remember as a kid, like, because I had seen the movie a bunch of times, the first thing I did in that fucking game was turn around and shoot the motherfucker with the shotgun. Like, nope. Nope. <laughs> Not going out like that this time, sucker. But yeah, I love that video game. That video game is the best. I wish they had made They were supposed to make a sequel to that. And that also got canceled. Mm-hmm. I think that's because fucking Vivendi Universal. Something happened with the motherfucker. I don't know. That's a whole different story. Uh... But Scarface. Pretty much your immigration is like he because he gives a whole little speech about, you know, I need my motherfucking human right right now. Mm-hmm. And they're like, man, send this motherfucker to Freedom Town. Yeah. Basically a little like, what do you call that shit? I forget what those are it's called. It's basically like. an internment camp. There you go. Yeah, something like that, basically. Yeah, just got a bunch of tents and shit. And it's like, yeah, just go let all them motherfuckers sit down there. Mm-hmm. An internment camp for Cubans. Pretty much. And they're down there chilling for, I think it says like a month. Yeah. Like one month later, three months later, some shit like that. Yeah, for them for that one, I think it was just a month. Okay. And uh, they're trying to get the fuck out of there, get them green cards. And Manolo, Tony Montana's best friend, comes up to me. He's like, man, I got some good news. We can get a green card. All we got to do is hit a motherfucker named Rabanga. Because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they said that he, he got shipped over here too, but he was fucking with Castro. And he was like Castro's little interrogator, torturer dude or whatever. Mm-hmm. So Tony Montana's like, oh, no. He's like, tell your boy I cough him up real nice. I kill a communist for fun, all that shit. Yeah. <laughs> They kill him pretty easily. It's not. It's like Rabenga, because there's a riot going on, and uh, you Rabenga trying to get the fuck out of there, and then uh, I forget his name. Fuck, what's his name? His name like Angel or something. He comes over. He's like Libertad, 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 and then uh, Manny pretty much runs him because he's like Rabenga, and he starts saying Libertad over there, over and over again and shit. And they're like pushing him towards the exit. They're not fucking with him. They're just like chanting at and walking toward him. Mm-hmm. Right when he get to that exit door. Rebecca, shank that motherfucker. Yeah, just gave him good two chink chink. Tony Montana hitting with that motherfucking mad real world shit. <laughs> Remember that shit? Oh uh, yeah. You uh, stabbed my dad. <laughs> he shanked the fuck up. <laughs> but yeah, so they get their green cards and they out of there. The famous scene that we reference constantly on the podcast. Mm. They get some jobs, but there's some fucking dishwashers at a little sandwich joint. Yeah, they said this, this one's about thirty days later because they said you can get your green card. We can get you your green card in thirty days. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, I guess they ended up in that time. They got a, a little job at a little uh, sandwich shop or something. No sandwiches. Yeah, I mean, Cuban sandwiches or some shit. 
But oh, who was his fucking name? What was F. Murray Abraham's name? Omar. Omar Suarez. There you mm-hmm. go. He rolls up and gives him a job. But it's like for like 500 bucks. And Tony Montana's like, nigga, what? And so he's like, oh, you know what? I, we, fuck yeah. it. Fuck <laughs> it. Because I played the clip, I think, what, last episode, I think. I'm going to play Couple it again. Episode, yeah. Fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. Here you go. <laughs> Caballero, que se cuenta, Juan Waldo. Good to see you, man. Hey, this is my friend Tony Montana. I've been telling you about Tony. That's Omar Suarez, and that's Waldo Rojas over there. I got something for you. Yeah. What do we got doing? Got on a lot of boat. Money, one twenty-five tons. You get five hundred each. Five hundred. Eh? That's great. Eh? You gotta be kidding. Gotta be kidding. Five hundred. Who do you think we are, baggage handlers? Who do you think we are, baggage handlers? <laughs> the going rate on a boat is a thousand a nine, man. You know that. First, you gotta work your way up to 500, querido. Okay, what I did for you guys in Freedom Town, what was that? That Rebanger hit was a game of dominoes or man, what? that was something shut else, up, man. Shut up, man. Take it easy. <laughs> What's with this dishwasher, Chico? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you think we could have got some other space cadet to hit Rebanger cheaper, dude? 50 bucks. Then why didn't you, man? And Don't be calling me no fucking dishwasher. I'll kick your fucking monkey man, ass man, on the fucking fucking You're not going to do that to nobody. Man, you can't do that, man. Get into the car. Yeah, look out, man. Okay, okay, big man. Okay, okay. Hey, all right, big man. You want to make huh? some big, big bucks? Let's see how tough you are. You know something about cocaine? <laughs> Diga me. Are you kidding me or what? Are you kidding me or what? It's a bunch of Colombians coming in front of New guy. They say they got two keys for us for openers. Pure cop. Hotel tell them I'm I want you to go over there. <laughs> I want you to go what they say is you pay him and bring it back. You do that, you got five grand. Go pay and bring him back, yeah? You know how to handle a machine gun? <laughs> yeah, man. We were in the army in Cuba. You're going to need a couple other guys. That's no problem. Hmm? You'll be at Hector's bodega at noon Friday. You get to buy money there. Oh, and Chico... If anything happens to that buy money, <laughs> my boss is gonna stick your heads up your asses faster than a rabbit gets fucked. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> well, we find out real quick that Tony Montana does not like to be bullshitted. Mm-mm. Manny was happy to just get any job. Your boy Tony, like, nah, 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 fuck that shit. We're gonna do this, we're gonna make some money. Yeah, you're gonna get us in the big time, get the big box. I saw a quote and it kind of reminded me because I saw it right after we watched this movie. It was said something like, if you don't take your own lead, you'll end up working for somebody that does or some shit like that. It's pretty much what That's happens pretty, here. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Tony Montana is a leader. And so pretty much, like I said, I, for this to be a three-hour movie, I took no notes really mm-hmm. because I don't fucking need them because I watched this movie constantly growing up. Mm-hmm. And so my next note just says, bad Colombian deal. Chris... Tell me about this scene a little bit. So him and Manolo got got two other dudes with them, and they got and they all got burners and shit. That's right. So uh, he has Manolo and and uh, his buddy uh, stay outside. Hey, dog, I think the dude in the car is I think he's Chichi. I think was his name. Yeah, yeah, I can remember this short little dude. Mm-hmm. He, he's like, if, if we're not back in fifteen minutes, something went wrong, and then you come in and help. You come in. 
Yeah, you're supposed to basically be keeping watch and shit. But mm-hmm. of course, as you find out real early in the movie, Manny all about that cooch. Yeah, he uh, he on the, some other shit looking at that ass. Mm-hmm. He gonna get caught slipping many, many times. Honestly, there's so much shit in this movie that's his fault when you really think about it as we're going. This is definitely one of the things. Somebody's gonna die because of Manny mm-hmm. trying to get some fucking coochie out here. Yeah, for real. Because he's sitting in the car and Tony Montana go up there with the Colombians and shit. And he has his, I think the boy's name was Angel Fernandez, I think yeah. his name was. He's like, hey, my bu- my brother Angel sit at the door and then whatever, to keep watch. He's like, oh, and Clement dude's like, oh, yeah. yeah let, me keep the, let me keep the door open with my boy Angel so he can keep watch. You mind keeping the door open? He's like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, yeah, no problem. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, let me see, it's Columbia. It's the head dude, can't remember his name right now. Mm-hmm. His girl, Mata, is sitting on the bed. Yeah. And I think there's another cat that's in the bathroom. I don't know if you've seen right off the bat. No, I think they come out later. They yeah. Because he's talking to Montana and he's kind of being like, annoying as fuck. Like, not getting straight to the point. He's like asking a bunch of questions and shit. And Tony eventually getting mad. He's like, yo, what the fuck difference does it make? He's like, your boy, like, hey, hey, calm down. He's like, I'm just trying hey, to do- Stop bullshitting me and let's do this deal. And he's like, yeah, we start talking business. We start fucking around. Hector, that was his name. <laughs> Somebody creeps up on Andrew from behind. But again, Manny and old boy don't know this because homie out there just singing and shit in the car, like not paying attention to him. No, he, at that point, he, he, was, he was rubbing up on this chick. Uh, well, Both of them were? No, uh, Man- Manny was on that Manny dude's ass. Oh, he was on that girl's ass. Homie was sitting there like just singing and shit in the car, not paying attention. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. And so Andrew get yoked up from behind. Martha pulls out a big ass machine gun. And they grab they uh they take homeboy from outside, put him in the shower. Mm-hmm. What happens in that shower, Chris? So, uh, Hector grabs that chainsaw, and uh, he put he go he's going about to go all fucking check his chainsaw massacre with him and shit. Yeah, and Tony ain't showing no fear because he just mm-hmm. says he's like, "You just fucked yourself." That's like, like uh, he's, he's trying to ask Tony like. He's trying to ask Tony, "Where's the shit? We we taking that we go we taking that money from you and keeping our yayo." Yeah, because the whole thing, whole shit started because dude, Hector was like, "So, uh, you got the money?" He's like, "You got the stuff?" He's like, "Yeah, I got the stuff." But uh, he's like, "No, I don't keep it here." He's like, "Oh," and Tony's like, "I don't, I don't got the shit here either. It's mm-hmm. close by," and that's what they're mad about. Mm-hmm. But uh, they got homie in the shower, and he's telling he's, Antonio, "You better tell me where the shit at. I'm gonna fuck your friend up." And you remember the line he says to him that pisses him off. How about you go fuck yourself? Nope. I want you to try sticking your head, head up your ass. ass. Yeah, I can see if it fits. <laughs> like, oh, he's like, oh yeah, oh yeah, nigga. So he pretty much <laughs> turns that chainsaw on, and he got his homeboy. We, me and Cameron, was laughing because uh, the dude that's like got the gun up to Tony Montana got like you can tell the director said, "Hey, look tough." And so he got like the little fucking sour, like he just sucked on a fucking lemon or something face, mm-hmm. or like he got to take a shit, one of them type of faces. <laughs> And they take the chainsaw like right to the side of his homeboy's head, and you just see the blood start popping up in his eyes, start bugging out, and blood is like flying towards Tony, and he's trying to stick his head behind the shower curtain so the blood don't hit him on the fucking face. And it ain't over yet because then he looks over at Tony, he's like, "Not a leg, eh?" And he starts sawing the motherfucking leg and shit. And finally, the girl walked away from Manny outside, and so he just happens to look up and see like, "Oh shit, homie ain't standing outside the door no more. We should probably go run up there and see what's good." Yep. So now, homie dead. They got Tony chained up. They about to fuck him up now. But he got lucky because the chainsaw is not starting. And man, he hears that shit outside the door. Just goes and start bucking. Yeah, it's at just a glass front door. So he just bucked that shit, went in there, got into a shootout. The girl ended up getting shot. Uh, Tony gets free. Cam uh, loves that scene when she gets shot. Yeah, Cameron actually had us rewind that part multiple times. Because <laughs> she just got twisted up on the bed. And she, I think she took like, what, four shots to the chest? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, something like that. So she dead as fuck. 
Tony killed the little lemon face dude in the bathroom, got free. Homie Hector was actually about to hit him with that chainsaw, but I think it was Manny shot at him and like, you know, fuck Yeah, hit him in the, clipped him in his back, I think. Hit him in like the shoulder or some shit. But then he ended up getting shot and like in and out through his shoulder. Mm-hmm. And uh Because I think it's gun jammed. So Tony gets so another famous line as he's getting ready to leave. He looks at him, he's like, hey, chi chi chi. He's like, hey, get the yayo. So we're gonna get the money and the yayo, but mm-hmm. not before we mark this motherfucker. So he chases Hector outside. And he gets walks right in the middle of the fucking street, broad day, like everybody out there. And uh, your boy don't know what to do. He just said, I kill you. And then Tony Montana shot him in the fucking forehead. He said, die, bitch. Mm-hmm. Blue is ventilated that motherfucker's cranium all in the street. Hopped oh. in the car, bang out. We got the money and the dope. And he tells Omar, fuck you. I'm not bringing it to you. I'm going to take it straight to Lopez himself, goddammit. Mm-hmm. So that's when you get introduced to Lopez, Chris. Robert Loja. Robert Loja. Oh, for Robert Loja. <laughs> o as in O is Robert Loja. B as in baby. Look, it's Robert Loja. Nah, I'm not going to keep I was one. I was there. You going to go through the whole thing? He's quoting Family Guy, folks, if you don't know what he's talking about. I'm pretty sure that's the clip. You guys, it's Meg's birthday next week. I was stuck behind Robert Loja at the airport. May I have your name, please? You Robert Loja. <laughs> Can you spell that for me? Certainly. That's Robert Loja. R as in Robert Loja. O as in, oh my God, it's Robert Loja. <laughs> B as in, by God, that's Robert Loja. <laughs> e as in, everybody loves Robert Loja. R as in, Robert Loja. <laughs> T as in, Tim, look over there, it's Robert Loja. Space. L, as in, look, it's Robert Loja. <sighs> I'd have been into the same thing, like, you gonna get the fucking ass on that, but... Somebody in the comments says, I always wanted to hear the rest. <laughs> All right, so yeah, that's you. I'd have elbowed him in the back of the hand, like, you gonna get the fuck on. Just kicking right in his ass. <laughs> right in all up his ass. Oh, yeah. But yeah, Robert Loja plays Lopez, which is the... He's Omar's boss, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't know what... Well, Tony will say blatantly later on, he's like, that guy's soft. He's like a head little drug dude, but he's like super goofy acting and shit. You could tell that he ain't going to be around. He's just, he feels like a more generic 80s cocaine lord than anybody. Pretty much. But he's in there talking, and Tony immediately stops paying him attention. Because, I mean, he gives him... He's like, hey, look, I got you the money and the drugs, motherfucker. Super come up. And I did this. Not Omar. Fuck Omar. I mm-hmm. did this. Me and my boy Manolo over here. And so they get to talking, but immediately he's like, well, fuck everything he's talking about because he sees, how was her name? Elvira? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, I can't remember. Fucking uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer yeah. comes out mm-hmm. and he's immediately eyes locked on to her, the boss's girl. And even like later on when they leave in the car, you know, your boy is even like, hey, man, that's the boss's girl. He's like, man, what the fuck? Man, fuck you, the boss's girl. Man, fuck that shit. I don't give a fuck about that dude. That dude's soft. I'll take the shit out of his girl. Fuck him. What are you going to do about it? Right. But uh, I think when they left, uh, Robert Lozier, the boss, who was talking to uh, Omar, is like, uh, what do you think about him? He's just like- uh, Oh, that's, at the, that's right. I forgot about that. They go to the club. That's mm-hmm. right. At the Babylon Club. And that's- Yeah, my bad. And he's just like, uh, he's just like um, man, this, this dude don't seem, don't seem too bright. But Oh, like, no. He says, I think he's a fucking peasant. I think he's a fucking peasant. <laughs> but he's like, yeah, but these kind of dudes, they'll work hard for you. They'll break their back. They'll break their back for you. The hammer. Hammer. And he gives out the rules. You remember the, the rules he gave out? Uh, I, nah, don't fuck with me. No. 
<laughs> that should be the number one rule. No number one rule he says is don't underestimate the other guy's I greed. Need. Oh yeah, the other one is don't get high on your own supply. That's the one that everybody knows because that's what she says. Rule number two: don't get high on your own supply. Because he even makes a comment. He's like, yes, not everybody yeah, follows that I, rule. I, reco- <laughs> I recognize that as she's she's a, a early, early pro type of euphoria. <laughs> that's right. You did say that. Uh, I, I, he probably wanted I don't know where he'd be like shut the fuck up euphoria he pretty much he hit her with a comeback he just hit her with a smooth one he's like yeah not everybody seems to follow that rule mm-hmm. like hint hint you drug addict but she was getting pissed she's like man look I want to go dance and dude's like yeah I'm not dancing so she's like well what about you looking at Tony he's like you want to dance he like hell yeah nigga sure why not let's <laughs> get it we out there dancing with her and flirting super hard, mm-hmm. asking her. I forget what exactly he's asking her, but Cameron always laughed at that scene. Me and him, when we were kids, we'd always laugh at it because of the way he's dancing in that scene. It shit just kind of bouncing yeah, up he's, and down. Yeah, he's like this, the whitest dancing. <laughs> he's just like super goofy. He just look goofy as hell. He's smiling all hard and shit. He's trying to holler at girly. Mm-hmm. I asked her, I think, where she's from and all that kind That's of- right. I asked her her name, where she's from, and then- she she dropped something on him. She says something about him coming off a banana boat or some shit like that. And he like, hey, basically, hey, girl, look, fuck that shit. I ain't got no fucking boat, all right? And she's like, all right, my bad, damn. Man. Didn't think he was that cut, that soft. <laughs> and he told her, she, what he's, she said, he told her, you got a look on your face like you ain't been fucked in a year. And she's like, hey, like, who, where, and when I fuck is none of your business. I don't fuck with the help. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about, baby. That's what I like. Why you actually hear. talking to me? <laughs> and she's like, don't call, I'm not your baby, all that bullshit. Hey, you not, not yet. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But yeah, those, this is the part I was talking about. I skipped that whole scene, fuck. But yeah, this is already back in the car with Manolo, and he's saying that guy's soft. Mm-hmm. I think his chick, if I wanted to, he's soft. He's like, what do you want, motherfucker? You want all this? You want the girl? You want this? He's like, nah, me, I want what's coming to me. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, what's that? The world, Chico. The world. And everything in it. <laughs> Quotes. So now, oh, this is our real model. Now it's three months later. So you could pretty much, in the meantime, he been him and Manolo been doing their thing, busting mm-hmm. their ass for Lopez. Yep. <laughs> this is where we, I think we, oh, yeah, we did have to rewind this part. Because he says some of my favorite lines coming in the scene. But he's talking to Manolo at like a little, I don't know what you would call this shit. It's like not a lot of. It's, beach, a, uh, it's like a. Like a beach a, diner or a, something. It was a, like a country club beach kind of thing. There you go. Yeah, there you go. That's good. Yeah, there you go. You get to, I'm, I'm from the hood. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he's sitting there talking to Manolo and he's just looking around he's like this time like a great big pussy just waiting to get fucked <laughs> and uh, they're trying to pick up girls and Tony was like hey uh, you wanna go get some ice cream or some shit and she's like get away greaseball and Manolo's like man you going about this all the wrong way mm-hmm. he's like girls here you know what they like they're like getting their pussy licked. <laughs> That's how he said. He said like when you suck the pussy. Suck the pussy. That's because yeah. we had to rewind it. Because I thought he said when, the girl's like when you fuck the pussy. I'm like, well, yeah, that's what? obvious. Wait, what? Because <laughs> he's doing a little tongue move. He's like yeah. sticks his tongue out like waggling. And Tony's like, what the fuck was that? He's like, <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> what the fuck is that? But he tells Tony, he's like, hey, man, you see that girl over there? I'm going to go over here and I'm going to hit that hitter with that tongue action and watch what happens. Right. <laughs> and Tony was like following him. He's like he kneels down there. He's like some kids. He's like hey kids, look at the, look at this goofy motherfucker. He's gonna stick his tongue out. This girl, watch what happens. Then when he goes over there and sticks his tongue out, she smacks the shit out of him. Of course, and Tony just laughing, clowning his ass. <laughs> uh, she's not your speed, man. <laughs> not your speed, man. But he didn't. He, I always laugh at that part because he like super. So he does the salty nigga thing that niggas do. Like fucking lesbian. And then, fucking lesbian, bitch. I never know. I never until this viewing. I know it was their lesbian. He always called her lesbian. I heard that part, but that there's a part like right before that under his breath. He just says, "Bitch." <laughs> <laughs> like that nigga salty. He was salty as fuck. 
I'm sure lady listeners have had this have you tell a guy no, and they're like, oh, well, you must be gating if you want to fuck with me. It's like, no, you just trash. Yeah. And she don't want to deal with your ass. She, she just sensed, she just sensed the trash coming off your ass. Mm-hmm. She looked at that motherfucker and was like, that shit is a, a two-pack of ass. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so they go on about their way because that guy go pick up Elvira from the wherever the fuck she's at. But they got they got a uh, Cadillac. And it's got like a, what is that? What was that? Like leopard, cheetah print? Where the fuck that was? It's yeah. Not, that, it's, it's a tiger print. Tiger print. Tiger yeah. print. That's right. Because that's he fucked with tiger. I want to say they, they were at his mansion and she was he's supposed to drive her up to a con- was to it the country mansion? club or something? Uh, it probably was. Or, I, I thought she was looking like she was coming out of a fucking office building. That's why I was like, what mm. the hell is she? I don't fucking remember. Yeah. It's, it's, what you said makes more sense though. Like he's, supposed <laughs> to, he's supposed to drop her off at the country club where he's at, I guess, or something? Mm-hmm. I think it's just supposed to be bringing her to him, yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's like, motherfucker, I'm not getting in that fucking car. Are you crazy? And he's like, oh, you don't like this car? Smash cut to him at a car dealership, looking at like a little sports car and it everything. Like a, it looked like a Porsche or something? It was a Porsche. I think yeah. that was the dealership outside. That's right. And he's basically, I guess he's gamming her up every fucking t- chance he gets. He's like, oh, you don't like this car? I'll tell you what. I'm going to go buy a car that you like. Because mm-hmm. he talks to the dude at the dealership. And he's like, how much is this? And he says like- 45 40. grand. And he's like, that's it? <laughs> like, yeah, uh, you want machine guns on the side uh, extra five like, oh this guy's a funny guy mm-hmm. and he's telling Manny he's like looking at girly but he's like talking to Manny he's like alright I want to you know, get bulletproof right here we're going to bulletproof this we're going to do that this and that just like perped out mm-hmm. until she finally is like look motherfucker can we go ain't we just supposed to be dropping me off the homeboy and he's like shit we got an hour to kill so what you want to do and he ends up telling Manny though he's like alright hey look I'm about to go take her somewhere Cash this nigga out, get the whip, and then you take a taxi home, nigga. I caught that at the end, tail end of that. I was like, "That's fucked up, bro. You can't even, you ain't even gonna let him get uh, cash, take it back to the house, take it back to the house." Yeah, I was about to say like, "No, no, no. You don't drive the car back home. You take a taxi. You had him deliver my car, nigga." Oh no, I guess he can't because remember he was talking about adding all that shit to it, maybe. Mm. So maybe he can't take it off the road just yesterday. Like, yeah, he's got probably got to need like two days to put it, put that shit in at least. Yeah, now like, you take a taxi home. I'm trying to secure some cooch real quick. Mm-hmm. So he ends up taking her wherever the fuck he goes. She he he's slowly getting to her, like he's winning her over slightly. Mm-hmm. Cause he gets in the car and he puts on like her little sun hat, whatever the fuck that is. And she like looks over at him. She starts smiling and shit. And she's trying to be like, okay, yeah, the fun time is over. But she keeps laughing and giggling and shit. And oh. he already know. You can tell. Look on his face. He's like, yeah, yeah. You yeah, skipped the first uh, no no advancement. He tried to do. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he tried to jump up on her and like kiss her. He put yeah, her. Both of them. Both of them took a took a hit of that. Took a hit of that. Uh, the yayo. <laughs> yeah, because she was snoring. He was like, Can I you got a little bit extra? She's like, Oh, yeah, sure. And he sniffs the cocaine. He like jumps on her trying to kiss her. She's like, Hey, nigga, first of all, I don't fuck with the help, all right? Mm-hmm. He's, like, he's like, Okay. And that's when he put the hat okay. on and like made okay. her laugh and shit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then tell me about Mama. We go to Mama House, Chris. Okay. So I guess he hasn't seen it. <laughs> I'm sorry the way you said that. Okay. Okay, Mike. Okay, Mike. So I guess he ain't seen Mama in like five, five years, years of hit. Him or he ain't seen mama or his sister in five years, mm-hmm. so he drops in on him. Uh, is try, uh, trying to be the try to be the nice guy, you know. Uh, uh, brings a necklace over there to and, the and a, to the sister, and then tries to drop a, a grand on this mama. And she's just a thousand dollars, and she's just like, I don't want any of your fuck shit near me or my daughter. So who'd you kill to get this? Who'd you kill to get this shit? I. We don't need none of that shit. Are you worse than your papa? Mm. We ain't we ain't trying to be a part of that shit. You've been gone for five years. You stay gone. I have no son. I have no son. And he, uh, uh, his, uh, the sister, uh, I'll forget her fucking name right now. Um, Gina. Gina. 
She she's just like, I haven't seen my brother in five years. I I missed him. Uh, you're not gonna you're not gonna ruin this for me, Mama. And she uh, he, uh she's trying her hardest to try to talk to try to um try to talk to Tony and try to um mm. say like, please don't go away again. His Mama's like, I don't want you in this house. Yeah, get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> and she, uh, so uh, he's just like. Uh, here, so, uh, here's the here's the thousand for you. He said, you, yeah, he says, I just just spread it out and give it to her over time. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, yeah. You deserve to do something good for yourself. Have some fun. Yeah. Because he finds out that they, they've been um like she's been her um doing her own uh, going to beauty school and shit, mm-hmm. trying to get her be- uh trying to get her beauti- beautician license. He's just like, you're not go. I'm not having you work on that on that shit. Um. Yeah, because he was saying like mom's working at the factory still, and he's like, all oh, that is over now. Yeah, that's over now. You don't have to work in the factory no more. You don't got to work in a fucking beauty parlor with a whole bunch of people. You can own it. Mm-hmm. But and she ain't trying like, to hit Hell yeah. Mom's yeah, like, hell nah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I ain't on that shit. <laughs> hell nah. Get the fuck out of my house. But Gina ends up chasing her outside and because the mom is in the background like, he's no good. Mm-hmm. But she's talking to Tony. That's what he said. Tony's like, tells her like, you know, take this, you know, give it to her over time, all this shit. But more important than that. In the background. Yes. What's happening in the background? Manolo is looking at her like he, like how uh, Tony was looking at. Um, Elvira. Elvira. <laughs> and he, he, that's, that's, a, that's a sign to come back to for later. Oh, yeah. Because when they get back in the car, the, you know, he's like, she's beautiful. How come you didn't tell her about it? He's like, hey! <laughs> like, you stay away from her, man. You stay away from her, man. She not for you, man. He's like, I know. She's like, oh, all right, damn, bro. All right, fuck, mm-hmm. bro. I'm just saying shit. And he's like, hey, drive, nigga. Like, I kind of get where he's like, I don't want no, I don't want my sister near any of this fuck shit. But, you know, in this environment, fuck shit will happen to, fuck shit will happen to you either way. Are right, you Tony Montana. Your best friend. You say you had a sister. I know you don't got one, but you got a sister. Mm-hmm. And your closest homie that does crime along with you wants to holler at your sister. How do you react? Do you act in the same way as Tony? I say, hey, if I if I catch if I catch you talking to her in my in my face, we're gonna have some problems. But if you if you talk to her while I'm not around, mm. and if you if you fuck with her, I'm still beating your ass. So if you talk to her, if she if he talked to her in front of you, you're gonna beat that ass. If, you, mm-hmm. if he talked to her when you're not around, you're gonna beat that ass. Yeah. So pretty much you're just gonna beat that ass. You're gonna you gonna do it. Okay, but well, or would you do what Tony did at the end of this movie to him? Or would you just beat that ass? I mean, if I if uh y'all would if y'all went missing for a whole two that is fucking true. two fucking days and then to and then I find you with them out of nowhere where I didn't know shit was going on. It's not a far leap. I wouldn't do that. I'd probably start swinging first. I wouldn't pull. I wouldn't. I wouldn't shoot you right away. Well, the thing in this movie, just we're gonna jump far ahead. I guess at this point, just to talk about it. But keep in mind, all that shit has happened. He had that shit happen with the dude at the United yeah, Nations. And that's shit. where that's where it compounded though. Mobs is calling, bugging him out. Man, he's supposed to be watching over everything, and he ain't there. He ain't answering mm-hmm. the phone and shit. That's that's where I can see where that compounded. Because uh, he probably, at that point he saw that he saw that he started seeing red. And was, uh, it was, I think he already was seeing red. That motherfucker started seeing like fucking crimson and shit. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 he had he probably had the gun already in his hand and shit. Just let it go. Yeah, you're like Teddy Pendergrass. I think you better let it go. That that's where I can understand that happened. But he, oh, and Gurley left him. That's right at that point. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he had all kind of. It was a fucked he, up day. He blacked the fuck out for that second. That's why later on in the movie he kind of has that moment where he just kind of like just trying to catch his breath. He's like, "What the fuck?" Mm-hmm. Or whatever. We'll, we'll get there. That's that's way far. Mm-hmm. After you leave Mama House, you go to Bolivia, introduced to Sosa. Sosa. 
It's Omar and Tony Montana. They're there trying to strike up a deal for Lopez. If I remember right, because I'm not a fucking drug dealer. I'm trying to remember exactly what was going on. But I think Sosa wants them to take more products, but it would cost Lopez more money and it's more dangerous the route they got to go. Mm-hmm. And Omar is like, uh, yeah, uh, I need to talk to Lopez about that. And Tony's like, no, 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 no. Hold on, man. Tony's trying to work it out himself. Like, like we could... Uh, we take about halfway. We we can we can meet you about halfway on this shit. Yeah, we can work like, this out can, right we can, here. We can split the motherfucking danger right here. You go halfway, I go the other half. And Sosa's <laughs> like, nah. well, now nah, I don't know, bro, because this is like that. And he's like, well, look, motherfucker, it is just as bad for us as it is for you, motherfucker. So if you want to make this shit work, we need to go to spate half of the fucking danger amongst each other. Mm-hmm. The whole time, Omar's like, yo, bro, shut the fuck up. And Tony's like, yo, shut the fuck up, man. Yeah, we talking uh, here. Omar was like, you can't speak for Lopez. Well, Tony's like, shut the fuck up. I got this. I can work this he's out. Like, he's like, he's going, he's like, he'll, he'll, he'll like it. He'll be all right. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Sosa gets a call. Mm-hmm. And the whole time there, because when Sosa walks away, Omar and fucking Tony just in there talking shit to each other. Mm-hmm. But then a the homie comes back. Well, you can tell something's going on. Because they show Sosa and his little bodyguard dude looking through the window and the camera like zooms in slowly on Omar. So it's mm-hmm. like, uh-oh. So you think it was the Omar snitch? What did you think was happening here when you first saw it? What did you think I, was going on? I think, I think I, honestly, I thought it was going, when I first saw this, I thought uh, uh, both of them was about to get, was about to get smoked because mm-hmm. um, they heard some, they heard uh, Lopez was doing some shit on the love. So you thought they was calling to say Lopez is on some fuck shit, kill both them niggas. Yeah. Ah. But it turns out, what we hear is Omar's on some fuck shit is a stoolie. That's right. Sosa decides to have his bodyguards uh, t- uh, say he's going to take Omar take Omar back home. And mm-hmm. he's going to take them both home. But he's just like, hey, hey give me, let me get Tony for the rest of the time. He's like, why don't you leave your associate here with me? He can tell me a little bit more how to run my business. And your uh, boy Omar's um, like, I think Lopez will really want to see him. And Tony's like, oh, no, don't worry about it. Tell him I'm going to keep this guy on ice for him. Mm-hmm. And Because you can tell Omar... I can't tell by the acting per se if he's really just like annoyed or if he's like he know he got a feeling something's wrong. Cause he kind of been... when he turns around he's like yeah I'll do that. So I can't tell. Exactly yeah, it's like I don't know if it might have been both or he's just or like, maybe both yeah. He's just like annoyed like like man this this dude thinks he's gonna take my fucking job but uh pretty much actually you might be right taking his spot he is pretty much is taking his spot from you mm-hmm. but he ain't got worried about that spot no more. Because Tony and Sosa are talking. He tells Tony, I like you, Tony. There is no lying in you. Mm-hmm. I cannot say the same for your organization. Like, uh, for, your du- for, your man- for your dude Omar, I can't say the same for him. Yeah, he's like, he was his, what if, I can't remember the exact phrase now. Some, his stench was found by our people, some shit like that. Basically, mm-hmm. we found out from researching on this motherfucker that he was actually a fucking police informant and got some fools locked up that I was cool with. So we got to handle this business real quick. Hey, you see these binoculars? Them, them some nice binoculars, right? Mm-hmm. Why don't you go ahead and peep through the motherfuckers look real there. quick? Yeah, take a look. Take a gander, motherfucker. And when he does, they got... And it, it was hilarious because they actually have it aimed right at the motherfucker. So that when Tony looks at it, they're actually pointing at the fucking camera. Like with Omar, like all beat up and with a noose around his neck. Mm-hmm. And they drop his ass out the helicopter. Crack! Break that motherfucking back. Spinal! Well, I mean, they I guess I guess they just had to leave him hanging. I was waiting on. I was waiting. I was wondering which one you was gonna use. Just hanging around, and they even fly off in the helicopter with him still dangling like a little Christmas ornament hanging off the tree. That's not a star anybody wanted to see on the tree. 
Somebody should do that. They should make an ornament, like, with the little, like, because, you know, they have the little, almost like, what is it, this shit, the little hoops that you hang onto the tree, and they yeah. just have it around Omar's neck, he just hang it. <laughs> I'd buy they probably, that. They probably would have something like that, too. You can have that ornament, you can have that. I've seen somebody made, like, a Bruce Willis ornament where they put, like, the little uh, foil around it, make it like he's inside the vent and shit. Why not? I think I've actually seen them. Actually, some there's actually are Han Solo and Carbonite. Uh, oh yeah, uh, out there. So you could throw Han in there. Yeah, you can have one your fucking sweater that says "Now nah, I have a machine gun." Ho ho ho! All that shit. I <laughs> almost bought that one year for Christmas. <laughs> I, it just didn't have my size in stock at the time. Damn, I was about to wear the fuck out of that every Christmas video. Hell yeah! But unfortunately, I might look and see this year. I don't know. Merry Christmas, motherfuckers. <laughs> so Omar dead. Omar's dead. As Omar's dead. And you get another famous line here. Because uh, Sosa's basically like, yo, so I, I can trust you, right? We good, right? And he says, hey, Sosa. What did I for-? He's like, I forget what he says. He like, said, there's there's that? two things in this world oh, that, I don't do, that I don't, uh, that I don't uh, fuck over. All I have in this world is my boss and my, my word. word. And I don't, I don't break them for, for nobody. nobody. Yeah, he says a bunch of shit before that. But that's the line, though. Mm-hmm. And I gotta say right now for all my hip hop fans, yes, Scarface, the rapper from the Ghetto Boys, has an album called Balls in My Word, and there's a song on the Making Trouble Ghetto Boys album called Balls in My Word that legit Chris just samples this fucking movie. I mean, hey, that that's a, that's a dude with some integrity. That's what you gotta live by. Oh, he is. A does good. does he live by it for long? I mean, in eh, like about a year or so. All I have in this world is all I have in this world. 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 Yeah. All I have in this world. All I have in this world. But there, I can just I can go through like every Ghetto Boys album and just play like they use so many clips from this goddamn movie. I, I mean, of course, there's that song called Scarface, and the rapper is called Scarface. So right. It shouldn't be a surprise. Because I could just like, where is it at? Yeah, like right here. It's right there too. <laughs> and that's my shit though. Just dressing, cause it ain't nothing but the money blowing this cab. And if you fuck me, you'll forever. Yeah, ghetto boys, good shit, man. Mm-hmm. And of course, the first song on that album also has a sample. <laughs> God, I love the ghetto boys so much. Uh, <laughs> that's prime angry Brent music right there. I ain't young days. Yo, Holy shit. I need to say that. Somebody, somebody says something to me I don't like. I'm like, hey, fuck you, man. Fuck you, man. Hell yeah. So yeah, hip hop fans, don't worry. You know I was going to bring that shit up at some point, and I did. Um, Balls in my word. Oh, Lopez is pissed. Because one, you making deals for me, and I ain't, you ain't even talked to me first. Two, you let these motherfuckers kill my mans. Kill my fucking lieutenant. He's like, you took them motherfuckers that they were and said Omar was a stoolie because Sosa said so, motherfucker. Like, who the fuck is Sosa, nigga? Right. And he's just like, like, relax, relax. We can coop, we can recoup this, bro. Uh, if you if you uh, short a couple, if you short a million here, here million there, I get, I got my, I got peoples out here. I can help you out. I, I got, I can put my feelings to the ground. I got, I got ears out here. I can help. I can help push a mil, one mil, two mil here and here and there. Is that mil here? A mil there? You got it. You got it. You made a deal for a fucking $18 million without even checking with me? Are you crazy, Montana? Are you crazy? Oh, you're Frank. Take it easy. Call you my ass. At 10-5, a key 
It's portal. You can't lose money. No, no way. way. We make 75 million on this deal, Frank. 75 million. That is serious money. What the fuck is Sosa going to do when I don't come up with the first five million? What's he going to do? Is he going to send me a bill? He's going to send a fucking hit squad up here, that's what. Yeah. There's going to be a war in the street. Relax. Take it easy. Take it easy. I'm in tight with Sosa. I'm in tight with Sosa. <laughs> you short a yeah. couple of mil, I go on the street for you. I make a couple of moves. Mill here, mill there. Mil there. You, got you got it. Okay? You make a move, son, you're old. I got ears, General. I hear things. Yeah? What do you hear about Javier, the Diaz brothers? What about them? What about Gaspar Gomez? What is he going to do when we start moving 2,000 kilos? Fuck Gaspar Gomez! And hey, fuck the fucking Diaz brothers! Fuck them all! I banged those cockroaches! All those samples from that song, right? I banged those cockroaches! What do for us? It's funny, in the video game, you kill all those people he named, you got to actually kill all of them in the video game. Mm -hmm. Look, Frank. Time is gone. That's what man's a man's a snap so fast and then just go right back to normal like it's nothing. Distribution. He does what he can to get his point across. New York, mm -hmm. Chicago, all right. LA. Let that shit. He just want. He wanted to help him expand his uh, expand his money, but uh, from Lopez, what sounds like he wanted to keep keep it on the low, so keep his keep it off the radars and shit. But uh, Tony's just like, no, fuck it. You want to make more money? You gotta you gotta be bigger. There you go. Actually, in these comments, somebody says something. It's actually probably true. I'll see what your opinion is. Somebody said. Brandon Potts, nine months ago, said, in your 20s, you root for Tony. In your 30s, you realize Frank was right and was trying to school him on the pitfalls and trappings of the game, and he was 100% right. Exactly. Oh, somebody actually wrote a whole long thing. Let's, let's see this. Patrick Connolly, nine months ago, said, this scene is fascinating. From Tony's perspective, he did everything right. He made a deal that would make him $75 million. He was right. That's serious money. Allowed a rat to be out of their organization, and even when Sosa dunks on Frank... Tony even takes up for his boss, defends him, and says that a stoolie could happen to anybody. So in his his mind, Frank is being ungrateful and cowardly. Mm -hmm. Frank's perspective is, like many of you pointed out, Tony went over his head and made a deal without his permission. Essentially writing a check Frank couldn't cash, but would still be on the line for. He doesn't share Tony's views that his actions were ambitious and good, but rather stupid and foolish. Also, Frank has been in the game much longer than Tony, and probably has a better idea of Sosa's true character and intentions. And so... He isn't in the mood in hearing his subordinate and saw him and tell him how to run his business. Best case scenario, Frank should have let Tony make the deal since he was pretty much already committed to it anyway. Giving Tony a massive finder's fee for a few mil and then cut ties with him. Tony would have eventually gotten himself killed, but hey, Frank would have still been alive. But then again, had that happened, we wouldn't have the gotten to see the push it to the limit montage. So ultimately, the best case scenario isn't as entertaining. Right. There you go. I agree. That's exactly what should have happened. You do, He should have just like, hey. Uh, you make this deal, but you get you uh, you recoup me for you doing this dumb shit, make this dumb shit in the first place, and that's it. Like you said, just game like pay out whatever I owe you, get you a couple milli here just to take. You said you can get hit the street and get the mill here, mill there. You go get the rest, motherfucker, and then you go deal with him, and I'm gonna be over here doing my thing. 
But eventually it would have been a clash probably anyway because of turf and shit. Yeah, it would have been turned into a turf war and then he probably he probably would have smoked the uh, uh Lopez anyway. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, no either scenario, Lopez was going to die. Mm-hmm. It was it was a wrap for him. The moment he linked up with Tony and got him in there, he fucked himself pretty much, it seems like. So I think that's either way he's kind of dead. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you could you could definitely look at it both ways because like I said, Tony is doing his thing. Tony trying to make money. Like Lopez got money. Mm-hmm. He like I'm trying to get where you at, motherfucker. So if I gotta go over you, then fuck you. And this yeah. pretty much the whole turning. But this is like the, one of the big turning points in the whole movie too. Because like this is where shit about to start popping off anyway. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that goes on. Tony again, as I was just saying, goes back to Elvira. Is is gaming her up again at the club to the point where I'm pretty. Is this the scene? Did I write that in the notes? Yes, I did. Is this where he's uh, Lopez and them are at the Babylon Club too? So mm-hmm. he blatantly talking to dude's girl right there while he's there, and so of course Lopez comes over and like, "Hey, why don't you get your own girl, motherfucker?" And Tony's like, well, "Motherfucker, that's what I'm doing." <laughs> like showing mad disrespect. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, Lopez. He's like, uh, like that's my girl right here. What the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. He's just like, hey. Uh, he punks the shit out of Frank almost. He's like, you think you, talk, you talking to me? <laughs> Hitting with the Robbie. But eventually Frank don't even say nothing to him. He's like, all right, let's go. And the old girl gets up and walks out with him. So look, Frank technically wins in the end because he said, let's go. And she got the fuck. Mm-hmm. That's when Tony was like, when you going to learn, girl? When you going to learn? Your boy is pissed at this club, though. Because not only did he just like not get the girl he wanted, and he just spotted his sister there dancing with some little goofy looking nigga. And uh, he's about to, I think he's probably about to go confront her, but then, no, oh, no, he's talking to Manny. And the fucking, um, fuck, what was his name? The little detective comes up yeah, behind him. Yeah, detective. The, he just called him Mel. That was, I don't remember Mel. his name was Mel, though. That was his name. Yeah. He's like, hey, Mel you got a track or something like that? Some shit. I don't remember. A little dirty ass cop. Mm-hmm. He could basically go over and tell Tony, like, hey, uh, you you private or you know, you public property now, you got all this money coming in. Now we got eyes on your ass. So uh I'm gonna write this number down and this is how much you're gonna have to pay me to keep me from being on your ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh got me and my and my squad out here to keep 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 everybody off your ass. And you pay us enough, we'll stay off your ass too. It's pretty much it. He's making a deal with him. He's like, you know, you pay me this money and we got your back. All I ask is that you feed me some little niggas. He's like, you know, we like snacks. We ain't mm-hmm. looking for full course. You just hand me some bust that we can make, and I won't bust your ass. Right. Pay pay me pay me tribute. Pretty much. Leave you alone. Exactly what the fuck it is. Because then Tony makes a good point. He asks him, he's like, all right, well, I pay you. Does that cover everybody else, or am I going to get several more, you know, sudden visits, knocks on my door? And the boy's like, well, you know. I can't guarantee that. I can't. I can't. I, they, that's them. If they want to do that, that's on them. But as far as I'm concerned, we talking about me now. Fuck them other motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. So basically saying, like, yeah, you're probably going to be paying a lot of people. And uh, so Tony can't really do much. He's kind of fucked here because uh, he's not even really paying Mel no mind because he just keeps staring over at his sister dancing and shit. And she got like the little super like what like cut up dress and shit. Mm-hmm. Titties almost falling out. So he's looking That's pissed. literally all she wears all day. The whole movie. That's whole her movie. style. Yeah. And so uh, eventually Mel is like, hey, uh, you know, I got a little vacation coming. me and the wife. How about you book us two first class round trip tickets to England or some shit like yeah. that? Tony looked pissed again because he even says, like, you know, you ought to smile more, man. You know, live life a little. Just fuck it with him. Oh, no. That's actually that, the shit with Mel happened first. I forgot. Yeah, the shit with Mel happened first. Then he then he, then he, uh, get, he, get, he gets off. Uh, he gets up uh, abruptly and walks over to. He sees old girl. Old girl. And, starts, <laughs> and that's when that shit happens. He, uh, the detective walks by. He's just like, hey, that's what I'm talking about. And that's the concept or something like that. Yeah. 
But then eventually, like I said, Frank takes her out of there. So now he's just back to being pissed at you no know, sister. Because sister's getting taken to the bathroom now. And you know what that means. Oh, yeah. So he goes, bum rushes in there, about kicks the fucking door open. Kicked in the door, but did not pull out the 4-4. Didn't need it. Because he went in there. Because they was in there snorting cocaine and shit. Throws the dude out and his, you know, yoking girl. He ends up smacking her at one point. Because even man, he's like, yo, whoa, whoa, chill out, nigga. Whoa, whoa, chill because she's, get, she's getting irate because she's like, I'm going to fuck whoever I want to fuck. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm, I'm fucking grown. She said she was I'm 19, 20. I'm 20 years old. 20, okay, yeah. So he's like, tell Manny, get her the fuck out of here. So Manny takes her away. Mm-hmm. And uh, you get a surprise cameo from Richard Belzer out of nowhere because Tony's back at his table looking distressed and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just, Belzer's doing comedy. Because before he was a Law & Order, that motherfucker was a comedian. It's just, you know, everybody knows he's from Law & Order. Yeah. You know, he got choked out by Hulk Hogan? What? Oh, I think I may have seen that scene years ago. I he, forget. He was doing that goofy shit, you know. Everybody like it was talking about wrestling and fake and shit. But uh, he put. I don't think Hulk Hogan intentionally meant to choke his ass out like that. But because of Richard Belzer, if you watch the video, like Hulk Hogan puts him in a headlock and on his little talk show, and he's like waving his arms, like ooh, being all goofy and shit. Then he goes limp, and Hulk Hogan just let go of the hold. That motherfucker went crack. His back, of his head smashed on the fucking stage. Ooh, we shit. He's leaking like on TV. I think pretty sure they showed him leaking. Like he hit hard. Damn. I'm pretty sure. Hulk Hogan had or Vince somebody had to pay him for that shit. I mean, like, because it was he, him and Mr. T it, on there. It's always, it's always some dumb motherfuckers back then that were telling like wrestling ain't real when you got a wrestler on your fucking show. Oh, what's my man's name? Schultz. I can't remember his first name. Is it? Uh, Harry Schultz or something like that? No, it wasn't Harry. Schultz. I can't remember his name. It's right, just Schultz. Is, I know last name. That motherfucker the reporter came up to him talking about that shit was fake, and he smacked the fuck, fuck out of him. You think that's fake? Is that fake? Is that fake? I remember that shit. Like, what's that? It's the open palm slap, boy, or some shit like that. Hold on. I remember that shit. I forget what his name. It was like Richard Schultz or Harry Schultz, something like that. David Schultz. David Schultz. There you go, right there. ...and fake violence in the wrestling ring led to this real-life brutality. I think this is fake. You think it's fake? What's that? Is that fake? Huh? What the hell? I want to say that, that was... Hand slap, huh? That shit was on uh, Dark Side of the Ring. That was <laughs> eat one twice. The... I forgot to eat huh? twice. I want to say that was one of the first episodes of Dark Side of the Ring, wasn't it? I don't remember if they showed that on there or not. Oh, yeah, it says after watching Dark Side of the Ring. There you go. Yeah, it was like one of the first episodes. He, somebody said, I don't think he smacked him hard enough. <laughs> Shit. Somebody said he slapped the disbelief right out of his ass. <laughs> uh, he's over there singing, I'm a believer. <laughs> then somebody said, the, hel- hel- yeah. the hilarious part is that he described what he was doing as an open hand slap. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was that people say they always say all the time wrestling is fake. Like the motherfuckers really getting slammed and shit, bro. Yeah, like it, it might it, be predetermined shit, but it ain't. Yeah, fake. it's uh, they they actually work to do their shit. It may it may be a um, a predetermined outcome, but they actually work to put on a show and they break their fucking bodies to do it. And their backs, humble, but, humble. <laughs> but um, did you see the video that happened? I think over this weekend where it was like a it was a black dude. He had on like a Miles Morales costume. And he jumped in the ring and like actually started slamming the wrestlers and shit. Did you see oh, that? Oh shit! No, damn. I, I forget who it was. It was an indie show, but he slammed the dude and everybody kind of played it off. But then he actually slammed the girl, and that's oh, when no. he just ran up in there like, hey, hey, hey. People are trying to say it's fake though too. I'm not sure. Uh, after Richard Belzer does his little stand-up routine, he brings out uh, fuck what was it? Octavio. Oh Some yeah, that with a mask on and like a fake stomach. Mm-hmm. He's out there dancing. One of my favorite part of that whole scene is that when they show the motherfucker out there dancing, they just cut to Tony's face. He just had a look on his face, like what the fuck? Like, like looking like the like fucking yayo kicked in real hard. He's like, what the fuck? Yeah, just imagine at? you high on like mad cocaine and you see this shit. It's like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. 
But I say security doing bad because it's two dudes that are facing, I think, right towards Tony. And they got big ass Uzis under the table. And they're hiding them on top of the table under a tablecloth. They got just the, the barrel end hanging out so that they can aim it. Mm-hmm. And right at a certain point in the little performance, they jump up and, and miss every goddamn shot. No, I think they do hit him once. They do hit him in the shoulder of some place, right? Yeah, I, did, I don't know I, when. I didn't know yeah. when. Yeah, I was like, that didn't look like anything hit. It might have been that initial time because he did drop, maybe. That's why he dropped mm-hmm. or something. But they end up being trash. They smoke Octavio too. Octavio take about like yeah. three or four to the stomach. Yeah, he's gone. And uh, he ends up killing the little hitman though because he gets down on the ground. He's using Octavio kind of as a shield. He's like propped up against him. He's like shooting at their kneecaps and shit. Yeah, shot their kneecaps out and then shot one in the head and then the other mm-hmm. one had the well the other one well the one that died shot the Uzi up in the, up on, was, into the rafters <laughs> and hit a hit a hit, uh, hit the lights hit the, the light, light switch thing, and shit and when the uh, and when he. Uh, and then when he ran away, and then when Tony ran away, the other dude uh, uh, shot uh, shot uh, at him, and then mm-hmm. I guess the He's, I'm not dead. Yeah, <laughs> the vibration was enough to uh, bring the lights down on top of him. Mm-hmm. Oh, because yeah, they'd already fucked him all up, so he got he got actually spinal spinal. I think that's what happened to Teddy Pendergrass. If I remember, it was either him or Curtis Mayfield. I can't remember which one got hit by a lighting rig or something, fell and landed on him. I forget which one of them it was. Damn. So, yeah, he got pretty much that same treatment here. I mean, uh, shit happens behind the scenes all the time. You know, we saw, you know, Michael Jackson with the Pepsi commercial got mm-hmm. fucking, got fucking incinerated. His hair got incinerated. That shit crazy. It's a bad production, people. But, yeah, he gets away in the shootout. But while that all was going on, it's kind of cutting back and forth. But for the sake of the discussion, I'll just talk about it now. Mm. Manny is taking uh, Gina home. And they're in their car talking, and she's going on and on about, you know, he treats me like I'm a kid. I'm 20 years old. I'm not a kid anymore. And he's like, man, look, you're like the best thing in his life. You're like the only thing that's pure. And he don't want to see you hanging out with assholes like that, getting fucked in bathrooms. Nigga, what is wrong with you? And she's like, he's like, you need to find you somebody else. You need to find you a banker or you know somebody that works here and there. And she's like, well, what about you? And he's like, what? He kind of gets like, double tailor. What? Huh? She's like, she's like, I see the way you look at me, Manolo. He like, man, look, you my homeboy's sister, bro. And that's where that is ends. Yeah. She's like, what, you scared of Tony? He's like, I'm not scared of you. Of course, immediately poking at that manhood. He's like, oh, you scared of that nigga? It ain't about that. Like, that is not the point here. And she got a smile on her face because she already know exactly. She's like, uh-huh. Touch the nerve, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Like, I know you want to fuck me, but you scared of my brother. And we'll see where that goes in the future. Mm-hmm. So after all that goes on, Tony ends up. Calling Manny, actually. Manny's in bed, actually, with some white chick or something. He's like, hey, get dressed. We got a meeting with Lopez. Because he know he know what the fuck happened there. He know what's popping. Oh, uh, yeah. So he's telling him, He got his homeboy, too. And he's like, hey, man, call at 3 o'clock sharp and say, hey, we fucked up. He got away. And he's like, all right, bet. And they get in there. You know, Lopez. And, and actually, it's Lopez and Mel. They're in there just chilling, talking on the phone, whatever. And Tony just walks in the background. Again, poor security. But I guess... Tony was his boy. Maybe he didn't inform all his other people that he was trying to kill him, but he just walks right in that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And then sits on down and they're talking. And he's like, oh my God, Tony, what happened? You know, faking the funk like a motherfucker. And then that phone rang. And Tony's like, you going to answer the phone? He's like, oh, no, no, it's not important. He's like, no, no, I'll answer it for you. He's like, oh, no, no, yeah, I'll answer it. And then he answers the phone. Of course, plays it off. He's like, oh, yeah, um, uh, yeah, I'll be by later, okay? Or some shit like that. He's a Tony. He's like, you know, you a piece of shit, man. <laughs> fucking rat, man. Yeah. He's like, I made what I could on the side, but I never turned on you, Frank. And you sent some motherfuckers out to kill me. Matter of fact, here, you know what? That's just, that's just, that's it's, it's a beautiful fucking scene. I love this scene. She, your boy bitches up super hard in that scene. <laughs> okay, what was the score? Is that turned up? 
It's a spoiler, you can always tell I like a movie if I play scenes for you. Because mm -hmm. I don't mind watching them again. Right. What are you doing? Fix the umpire for you. Skip ahead just a little bit. Cause I already told you about all this shit. Right? I just want to get to where the phone ring and all that. There you go. Ooh, mm. It's perfect. You're going to answer Frank. Going to answer Frank. It must be Elvira. She. That's what that girl is. Elvira. Why you said that? I, I tell her you're not here, okay? No, it's alright. Hello. It's alright. I'm gonna be home in an hour. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. You already cocking that gun. You're like, yep, you fucked up. Mm-hmm. Hey, Frank. You a piece of shit. You a piece of shit. Piece of shit. What are you talking about? You know what I'm talking about, you, you fucking, fucking cockroach. What are you talking about? Come on, you listen to me, huh? Do you know what a hustle is, Frank? I forgot about that line, too. Yeah, we sitting there. That's right. a pig. That don't, don't fly straight. straight. Neither do you, Frank. Wait, tell me. Why the fuck would that hurt you? I brought you in. So we had a few differences, huh? No big deal. I gave you your start. I was the one who believed in you. I stay loyal to you. I made what I could on the side, but I, I never turned you, Frank. Frank. Never. Well, you, a man ain't got his word. It's a cockroach. <laughs> man ain't got his word. It's a cockroach. Mm -hmm. Man, you do something, will you? It's your tree, Frank. You're sitting in it. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah, nigga, basically, I ain't helping your ass. That was Mel, the cop. That was. He's like, it's your, it's your shit. You clean it up. Mm-hmm. I was doing. About to start begging now. Mm-hmm. At least give me a second chance, not Tony. Raps. You do that. Surprises me. It ain't stepping. It like. I... You can you give me a second chance. I give you. I give you ten million dollars, Tony. Dollars. I got the million dollars. The million dollars. We go, we go over there. We get on a plane, and it's yours. Okay, whatever. I think about to get you trying to go with everything. You said just okay. give me ten million dollars. Give me, let me get a plane. I'll, I'll leave. Everything's yours. Please, Tony. You have to give his girl up and everything. Elvira. 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 You want Elvira? <clears throat> I go away. I'm gonna disappear, Tony. You'll never see me again. Yeah, right. Don't die. I never did nothing to nobody. No, no, no. You never did nothing to nobody. No, no, no. You never did nothing to nobody. Begging at his fucking feet. No, no, no. Don't kill me, please. I'm not gonna kill you. I'm gonna oh, go you. Get off. Shoot that piece of chip. No, no. no. Shoot that piece of chip. No. Shoot that piece of chip. No. No. Mm. no. It ended right there too. That's hilarious. I'm surprised his men didn't step in and do something about it. He had all these men back there. It was only the, it was only the one other dude back there, wasn't it? I thought there was two. It was because when he first walked in, it was Mel, 
um, Frank, and then oh, I can't remember his fucking name. The one dude that he ends up recruiting at the end. Yeah, uh, Ernie. Ernie, yeah. You want a job, Ernie? Yeah, that there was only three in there. Oh, I thought the, I, I could have sworn there was two more in that, two was more there back there. Nobody, I could have sworn I don't remember seeing nobody. When niggas when he first walks in, yeah, it's just them three. Oh, okay. That's all I was saying before. Like he got terrible security for Tony to even yeah, to be able to just walk in there. Oh, 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 shut up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's some horrible ass security. Yeah. So Frank dead as fuck. And in that same scene, it didn't play, of course, because the video cut off. But Mel also ain't about to survive this scene mm-hmm. because Tony sits back down and is like, he's like, uh, I told him, man, it wasn't going to be a good idea to do that shit. He fucked up. And he's like, nah, Mel, you fucked up too. And Mel's like, yo, don't take this too far now, Tony. You know, I'm a cop, nigga. And he's like, yeah, I don't care. Bow! Shoots that like motherfucker right in the stomach. The fuck? I'm a cop, man. He's like, you can't shoot a cop. He's like, whoever said you was one, Mel. And he's like, wait a minute. He's like, I can fix this up. I'll make some calls and I'll do whatever. He's like, yeah, how about you make a call and get two of those tickets to the, or two of those first class tickets to the resurrection, motherfucker. <laughs> He's like, you fucking punk. He's like, so long, man. I'll have a nice trip. Fuck you. Bow. Shoots that motherfucker. And there was a kid, so when I was a kid, I used to always laugh at that part because he died with his leg like up on the table and shit. Yeah, he's hanging. Almost remind me of Demolition Man when they threw old boy a cock toe into the fireplace. So you can tell it's a dummy because the legs are like all super stiff up in the air and shit. Like Rick and Mortis hit it immediately. So Frank and Mel are both dead. And uh, he goes, basically, he's going to tell Avira, like, hey, uh, you should might as well come on with me, girl, because that nigga ain't coming back home. Mm-mm. So she's packing all her stuff up. Tony Martinez sitting outside. A blimp goes past. It says, the world is yours. The world is yours. Pan-American. And then fade out. And it pretty much, like, I'm, I was telling Chris when we were watching this, mm-hmm. this was on two VHS tapes back in the day. And I'm pretty sure that when it fades out from this scene, it may as well have said, like, end of tape one. Mm-hmm. Please, and, and just, tape two. Just end with the, the power is yours now. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, too, because um, I remember Andy, our uncle, for the listeners, I know you know who Andy is. But, <laughs> but uh, he, was, he would tell me back in the day when they had this tape, he had didn't, like, he either... Didn't have the first tape or he just never watched it. He said he would always start it f- from the second tape and watch the movie from that point forward. So now I, was, I used to always think about that because it pretty much starts with the fucking push it to the limit montage then. Mm-hmm. It's like, could you watch this from that point forward and pretty much get what's going on? And honestly, you probably could. Yeah, you wouldn't miss too much. Yeah, like this just was like the, a, just the, uh, him building the empire from the from the ground up. That's it. Yeah, like if you don't care about the backstory where he came from and all that, you can legit just start the movie right here where it's him building his empire and still pretty much get enjoyment out of it which is crazy mm-hmm. to think about like that you can actually not have the whole first and I, I'm not saying the first part is bad I'm just saying that you, the story is written in a way you can pretty much just you start can, yeah, here you if you wanted to split it into two if you wanted to yeah like if you don't want to watch the entire three hours which I do I do too like I don't well, I won't spoil it never mind but um, I'm sure I don't even know why I'm worried about spoilers like y'all don't know what I'm gonna get this fucking movie at mm-hmm. but push it to the limit montage pretty much shows him coming up him and Sosa working together he got a fucking mansion He's got his Montana Realty Company and Montana Travel Company and all this shit. He got married to Elvira. Uh, he got Gina, her little beauty salon. Oh, and when they got married, I have to point that out too. When they got married, you know, uh, Gina's the bridesmaid. You know, your man's is probably, what, what the fuck is the dude's version? Manolo, the, uh, uh, he's groom's Best man. That's the word I'm thinking of. Or was he a groomsman or was he the best man? Groomsmen are the are the uh, is a collaboration of them, but the best man is the is the is the actual man uh, the the head one. So that's probably what he. Yeah, had he probably because they look like because they were at the him and Gina were at, at the top, so she's probably like the head. Whatever the fuck she, you call that shit. Yeah, bridesmaid. Yeah, there you go. 
And so, and when they're getting married and kissing everything, there's a scene where they kind of give each other a look. Like she looks over at Manny, Manny comes again. He does like a slow head nod, like yeah, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. You tell you they plotting. It's like we we next, we up next, motherfucker. Make sure you catch that bouquet. That's right. So all that goes on. Everything's smooth. And uh, oh yeah, there's I have to say that too. There's a scene where they got a, he got a banker and he's like laundering money. You know, he takes a few duffel bags in there at first, and dude's like, oh hell yeah. Let's get it. You know, funny enough, he kind of looks like I always thought that actor was a Rutger Hauer in that scene. He looks kind of like him, the dude. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, Blade na- Runner. Yeah, name uh, sounds familiar. The Hitcher. Yeah. yeah. Sin City, all that shit. But I always thought that was not him. It kind of looks like him, though. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they do that, and then they, they you know the montage goes for a little bit more, and then they show him going back, and now they got like fucking ten duffel bags, like double double the amount of duffel bags. Yeah, and he kind of throws his hands up, like, "What the fuck am I supposed to do with all this shit? I can't launder that much." And that's where this montage ends, pretty much with the banker sitting in the office telling him, like, hey man, look, I gotta I gotta raise your taxes. I gotta call I gotta charge you more. You got a lot of fucking money to do, man. Mm-hmm. And so Tony Montana's like, don't bullshit me. He's like, talk to me, motherfucker. Like, come on, let's talk business. He's like, look, cause it, cause Manny is like, man, look, I know a dude that can give us a cheaper rate. Like, fuck this dude. Mm-hmm. And the banker himself is saying, like, bro, with all this money, you look at you, uh, the IRS is gonna be looking at me for this shit. Mm-hmm. So I need you to cool it on how much you fucking giving me. Or like I said, you're gonna have to pay more. Or you're gonna have to pay, or you're gonna have to pay more, like uh, to, to give to uh, get me to keep it low because we I'm taking a risk here. If I if we get caught with this, we all going to fucking jail. Yeah, and he says like, because man, he says that comment. He's like, man, look, you want to send your shit over there with some motherfuckers you can't trust? Like, you can trust me. We've been working together. Just stay with me, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. So he stays with me for a little while. We'll see what happens. Tony Montana chilling in a bathtub watching TV. Him and Manny, yeah, Manny is still trying to talk to him about that deal. He's a guy named Cytobomb. That's the little banker dude he's talking about. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the girl, he's in the background getting super, super zooted. Because they showed during that montage, too, she like put some cocaine in each nostril, took a motherfucking uh, shot of whiskey or something, then took a cigarette. It, like She getting lit, as the kids say. She does not care anymore. Nah, she in there. She chilling. And so she's in the background doing whatever he's talking. And she's like, oh, my God, can you stop saying fuck all the time and talking about money? Which I can't lie. It brought back memories. I've heard people have said that. Can I stop saying fuck all the time? Fuck, no, I can't. <laughs> you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. This is my language. I tell you all the time. I speak two languages. English and cursing. Those are my languages. <laughs> English. All right, like what the Bruce was saying. The fifth element. English and bad English. There you go. <laughs> English and bad English. Or easy E. It's in my it's in my nature. I gotta curse. God damn it. I I I brought up into this. Mm-hmm. What was what did Bang say in the Batman movie? I was born in it. Yeah. <laughs> Molded by it. That's right. <laughs> my language. They like the way I talk. Motherfucking shit, goddamn asshole. <laughs> Cuss or words, as, they just don't. Or play. as uh dude said, uh shit, I can't remember the name from uh the dude from uh, Dogma. Um Which one? Uh, <laughs> it's a lot of people. <laughs> your boy, uh, the uh, the the Reverend. Oh, he's on George Carlin. George Carlin said in his uh, in his stand up, shit kick, shit piss cock, f- suck a motherfucking tit and twat. All the words you can't say on TV. <laughs> I think, yeah, I remember that shit. Oh yeah, nah nah. Bad language is fun, kids. Mm-hmm. Use it sparingly for summer. Use it all the time, like me. It's fine. <laughs> the more you know. There you go. But Tony pissing everybody off. She ends up leaving the room because he makes a comment about her not being able to have kids because she's so her insides are so polluted by all the drugs and everything. And Manny's like, that ain't cool, bro. It's fucked up. It's it's fucked up. Yes, but oh, uh, I think this is when he was at when he had the restaurant when he first said that. And she that's later at the restaurant. Mm. That's near the end of the movie. 
that's that bad night we was talking about everything mm. was fucked up. Because Manny sits trying to tell him something and he's fucking with Manny too. And Manny's like, you know what? You should listen to your wife. You are an asshole. And he's like, hey, fuck you, man. He's like, hey, hey come give me a kiss. Hey, hey, I'm give gonna me, fuck you, man. Give me a kiss. He's like, who do I trust? Me. That's who. He's like, I don't need y'all motherfuckers. He's like, fuck you. Fuck them. He's like, I just need me. That's all I need. Just me. Fuck them niggas. <laughs> he's talking to himself. But Tony is a fucking with the Saito bomb dude. And lo and behold, Manny fucking up once again because it was a sting operation. There was some undercover cops that arrest Tony. And he goes, because he, he, he talks big to him. Of course, he's like, you know, I got a good lawyer. And when he's done with this, you're going to be working in Alaska or Siberia. So dress warm, motherfuckers, or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. But then his lawyer is like, yeah, nah, bro. He's they like, caught you on, they caught you on, as they say now, 4K. Caught you in 4K. Yeah, it's caught on video. It's caught on what, 20, 240p? <laughs> <laughs> But uh, he tells him, like, hey, man, look, he got, I can make these other charges go away, but they're going to get you on the tax evasion, dog. They're going to wasn't snap your ass. You're you, you, you going to have to spend at least two years. Oh, he said five years, but you'll be out in three. Yeah, five years, you'll be out in three. I, if I could work some magic, two. And that's what Tony's like, man, I give you $400,000 more. Like, you can buy the fucking Supreme Court with that. And he's like, man, look, like Chris said, you got caught in 240p. That's a lot. I forget how much money it was. He's like, man, you can't just make that amount of money like disappear, dog. Four million, something like that. Some shit like that. So, and he's like, man, he's like, but look, I can delay the trial by a couple years. We can get some shit out. I can like stretch this shit out. And then Tony's just like, fuck, man. But he's about to get a blessing from Sosa. No, supposedly anyway. Mm-hmm. Because Sosa ends up giving him a call. He goes back out to Bolivia, and he's got a whole bunch of homies with him. He's like, hey, man, look, we heard about your troubles back in America. We got troubles here too. And if you help us, we can make sure you don't do no jail time. You'll have to pay a fee and mm-hmm. some money, but there will be no prison. And he's like, all right, so what you got to do? And all right, there's a, what, what would I call him? A political agitator? No, yeah, I guess he's a, a UN council, a speaker or something. Yeah, he speak, well, he's going, they don't want him to speak at the UN. I, I think he's just some dude. I can't remember if they say he's a reporter or what he was. Mm-hmm. But he got the info on everything. All the dudes in the room with him, it's like corrupt CIA dude in there, corrupt. I don't know, like Bolivian official in there, some other motherfucker, I don't remember who he was, but then he got Sosa. Mm-hmm. And he even got a picture of Sosa somehow. He got a publicity shot of him somehow. <laughs> it's pretty much what it looked like. And uh, he gave an interview to somebody and Sosa tells him like, hey man, look, he don't need to talk no more. He need to be silenced because he's going to give a speech at the UN. And if he does that, it's going to get me and my friends in a lot of motherfucking heat. So you need to take care of this motherfucker. Kill him and all the, everything will be wiped for you. He's like, all right, bet. Now he goes back home, and this is the restaurant scene. If you want to talk about it, so in the restaurant, uh, Tony starts go, going ham because I guess he he's getting ham, drunk. Ham, 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 ham. ham. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess he he's drunk and he's uh, you know high off the yayo too. Mm, yeah, so he's he, suited. So he's just like so he's just going ham. Uh, that's when he starts talking. Uh, he also says some shit about. Uh, uh, girl not being able to um be, mm-hmm. get uh get she pregnant can't, can't, kids, she can't even have my she can't even have my kids man That's and then she's just like fuck this i'm out mm-hmm. she's like you bastard or some shit like that mm-hmm. That's what he's telling me he's like this is what it's all about manny this is what it's all about this is what i work for no fuck it let's get it he gone look at that yeah he's faded he's stressed out trying to beat some jail time gotta go kill him motherfucker for salsa and i So what's the big mystery with the Bolivian situation? You gonna tell me what happened with Sosa or what? A lot of bullshit. <laughs> that's what happened. A lot of bullshit. That's what happened. Politics. 
Okay. I want you to, to stay down here for a while. Run things for me. Well, I gotta go to New York next week. Okay? Okay. That's pretty <clears throat> fucked up. <laughs> That's why like you said it. I don't like this at all. You okay. don't like it? You're the one that got me into this mess in the first place, you remember? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah? Yeah, with that fucking cider bomb. That right? With cider bomb? Man, what, what does cider bomb have to do with salsa? Eh? How do you connect those two? Easily, actually. <laughs> what are you? He ain't telling them shit. That's what the problem. I'm not hungry. You're not hungry? You even know about the trial? You're not hungry? What did you order it for? <laughs> I lost my appetite. <laughs> That's real shit, though. Why'd you order it being hungry, right? You even know that Jeff Hill said he can get you a postponement, eh? <laughs> His face, bro. Is this it? There you go. That's what it's all about, Manny. That's what it's all about, Manny. Eating, drinking, fucking, <laughs> sucking, <Come on. laughs> snoring, then what? That one. That one. You're 50. You got a bag for a belly. You got tits. You need a bra. <laughs> they got hair on them. You got a liver. They got spots on it, and you're eating this fucking shit. And you're looking like these rich fucking mummies in there. <laughs> oh, it's not so bad. Could be worse, you know. This what it's all about? Forget it. Forget it. This is what I work for. Don't. Look at that. A junkie. Mm, there you go. I got a fucking junkie for a wife. Don't eat nothing. Sleeps all day with them black shades on. Wakes up with a quailu. <laughs> And who won't fuck me because she's in a coma. <laughs> I can't even have a kid with her, man. There it is. Her womb is so polluted. I can't even have a fucking little no, baby with her. You fuck. You fuck. What makes you so much better than me? What do you do? The acting do on. And you kill people? Oh, that's wonderful, Tony. Mm-hmm. Real contribution to human history. Go ahead. So tell everybody. Come on. You want a kid? Tell the world. What kind of a father do you think you are? to school in the mornings? Are you even going to be alive by the time the kid goes to school? Mm. You don't even know how to be a husband. Okay. I have Nick the pig as a friend. <laughs> what kind of life is that? Can you see what we're becoming to? We're losers. We're not winners. We're losers. Go on, you stone. I'm not stoned. You're stoned. Okay, get off. No. Come on, come on. 
with anybody. Let her go, man. Another quailuch gonna love me again. <laughs> the fuck you looking at? We're looking at. <laughs> you are a bunch of fucking assholes. <laughs> you know why? You don't have the guts to be what you want to be. You need people like me. Not to fall over and shit. Yeah, he's zooted, but he. You need he people like me so you can point your fucking fingers and say that's the bad guy. So, what I make you? Good. You're not good. You just know how to hide. How to lie. Me, I don't have that problem. Mm-hmm. Me, I always tell the truth. Even when I lie. Even when I lie. <laughs> So say good night to the bad guy. There it is. Come on. The last time you're going to see a bad guy like this again, let me tell you. There you go. Come on. All right. That whole scene happens. Hell yeah. Man, I know people like that in real life today that will never keep never keep shit to themselves and are like the, they'll they'll tell you what they'll tell you what's wrong with you. They don't care. Mm-hmm. And those kind of people, I'm like, those are the realest people out there. <laughs> Especially when they've been dragging and snorting a little bit, mm-hmm. loosened up. But he's in uh, what New York with the Capone. yeah, yeah you not the UN, yeah, yeah. He's uh, they put the car bomb, or it's actually Sosa's dude, his little bodyguard that don't speak English. He came out there with him, and he puts the bomb under the car, and they about to you know follow dude because they he said Sosa wants him to blow it up right outside the United Nations to prove a point. Like fuck y'all. Mm-hmm. And everything's going smooth, but when he goes to pull out, he does a U-turn, and they're like, what the fuck is he doing? And get, what happens, Chris? Turns out uh, they got bad information, and his- uh, It wasn't bad information, because uh, his boy, Chi-Chi, I think it was, said, because the wife and kids come out and get in the car with yeah. him. And so, you know, Tony, of course, is like, oh, hell no. Because he yokes his butt, and he's like, yo, what the fuck? You said that they was in a different car. He's like, yo, they've been in a different car every day. I don't know what the fuck happening. So it wasn't bad information. They just switched the shit up on him that day. I think that there's probably intentional. Oh, probably. Well, I mean, I guess he gonna go do a speech at the UN. He probably want his fam there with him. Know it's a big moment in my career, girl. Firmly. 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 So Tony tells dude like, nah, 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 nah. We ain't doing this shit. We gonna have to replan. We gonna have to regroup. And his dude is like, motherfucker, Sosa says we do it now. We do it now. <laughs> we gotta so, do it now. There's no other way. And he tells him, this fucking guy, man. <laughs> So they're following behind the car and they're getting closer to it. And Tony is more more visibly like not with the shits. Getting like I'm pissed. not killing no fucking kids, man. See, I think you kill a wife and the fucking kids. He's like, fuck that. I don't need that shit in my life. 
And dude don't care. He just he got he hit the switch. He just he got his finger right over the button. Cause right when they get the ready to pull over to the UN, right when he gets ready to push the button, Tony Montana's like, you die, motherfucker! Shoots that motherfucker right in the fucking head. Bah! Blams that motherfucker's brains all on the side of the damn window, which would have probably gotten all kind of attention from the popo, but mm-hmm. we ain't gonna worry about that. And so he said that. He's like, oh, you you what you, you wouldn't listen, you stupid fuck. <laughs> oh, this shit talking shit to this dead nigga and his two boys, Ernie and Chi Chi, in the backseat, kind of like, oh shit. Like, shit. Because they know what's coming. They're like, bro, that was Sosa's dude, bro. Like, fuck. So, yeah, so shit's popping off now. It's, it's all bad. So, Sosa is pissed, of course. Because mm-hmm. uh, he's on the feet before he goes back to um, Miami or wherever the fuck there's at. He calls, he tries to get hold of Manny. Manny's supposed to be in charge of everything, but Manny ain't there. They was like, we ain't seen or heard from Manny. And he left a few days ago and he ain't been back. And Tony's like, what? So we heard from my fitter. She's like, no, I ain't seen him for her either. I was like, all right. He's like, oh, and uh, Sosa calling like every 30 minutes. He's pissed, bro. Yep. So it's all bad. He goes back home. Still can't find man. He still can't find. Now the sister's missing too. Mama been calling like every hour or so trying to figure out where the sister at. Sosa calling. <laughs> like, it's all bad. So he goes to talk to, well, he talks to his mom first. Because mm-hmm. he's about to talk to Sosa and his mom calling. He's like, yo, yo, I'm going to go find her. I'm going to go do whatever. Don't worry about it. Then he talks to Sosa. So he's like, Tony, what happened? And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, we ran into a problem. He's like, Tony, what happened? And so he says, oh, you know, dude, I told him to do something he wouldn't do. So I had to cancel this fucking contract or something like that. He's like, man, look, dude gave his speech at the UN. He wasn't supposed to give that speech. You now fuck. I'm fucked, and now you're fucked. He's like, my friends are pissed. I'm pissed. And now you're fucked. And he tells you, I forget what he says. It starts to escalate. He's like, he's like we, get, we can take care of him next month. No, we can't. That's right. He said, no, we can't. They found the bomb under the car, so now he has security up the ass. It's over. You fucked up. He said, like, I told you a long time ago, Tony, not to fuck with me. You stupid little monkey. He's like, hey, fuck you. Hey, who the fuck you think you talking to? He just goes apeshit. Mm-hmm. Sosa just hands the phone up. He's like, nope. You know what time it is. Said, you want to go to war? We take you to war, okay? So, yeah, it's all bad. Um, he ends up getting the address for Manny though. I forget. Oh no, he does. Uh, he goes to see mom first, and mom is of course in his ass because she's like, "This is your fault. You came over here and polluted her with all this bullshit." She tell she's been talking back to me, telling me the you know you don't know about me. Get the fuck out of my face, mom. All this other type of shit. Mm-hmm. And but he ends up getting uh somebody tells him that where no, I think the mom gives you an address. Mm-hmm. I think. And so he tells his drivers like, "Yo, take me to whatever Citrus Drive, whatever the fucking address was." Nine forty Citrus Drive. There you go. And he opens up the door. Who who's there when he opens up the door, Chris? Manolo. Manolo. He's like, hey, Tony. And he kind of looks up at him like, the fuck? But then he sees his sister in the background putting on a robe like she was just naked. And he got on a robe too, so that lets you know what was going down in there. Mm-hmm. So Tony at first kind of gives him a look like, really, nigga? And then he becomes like, really, nigga? Like, the anger is building to the point where he pulls a gun out. Yeah. Smokes, man. He hits him right in the chest. With the chest. Because he hits him once. And then he like starts to fall. And the sister's like, oh, my God, no. And she's running down the steps. And he hits him a second time when he's on his knees. Blams him, and he falls to the ground. So dying. I could have been prevented if he actually kept Manolo in the circle, and well, actually probably took him to New York with him. That probably would have prevented. He wouldn't shit. have been there fucking his sister. But the thing is, though, she comes down there. She's like, "We just got married yesterday. We were going to surprise you, which is stupid." Yeah, you should have. That's what I said. Like they wouldn't have been on this fuck shit if he actually kept them in the circle. Or oh, even if he did, he would have came. And he still eventually would have fucked with the sister because you could tell they had probably been fucking for a while. They, well, he would. He probably. He probably would have uh, ran it by him at that time. Like I'm, I don't I'm, know. I'm, 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 I'm marrying your sister. And he would have died either way. <laughs> so, 
Well, I don't know. Maybe like I said, like we were saying before, this is what we were talking about. It probably would have been a fight, but then he would have told my lover. He would have like beat the shit out of him or something, or like pistol whipped him. He might not have killed him, but like I said, mm-hmm. between all the shit with Sosa and the mama and the job going bad and his girly leaving mm-hmm. him and all this shit, like I'm pissed right now, bro. You fucked up at the wrong time, so now he dead. He died. Mm-hmm. And he takes sister out of there back to the crib. And when they get back to the crib, you see Sosa's dudes is already there. Like you get to Sosa already, he either got connects or he had motherfuckers ready just in case he oh, told him something. Wait, I can shit. see it go. It might have been it, it might have been Manolo who probably would have fucking smoked the uh, uh Sosa's dude. Oh, he would have he would have been up there. He would definitely would have been up there with him. He probably like, would, he probably been would have been the one to smoke his dude for uh, trying to kill for trying to kill that family. That's true, a family. Family. But yeah, if he was there, maybe things would have turned he out. Could, he could have. He probably would have sold him up the river at, at that point because uh, when he found out he was about to marry his, his uh, like, did he would have gave Manny up? Probably. Oh shit! I don't know if he did that. I don't think Tony was like snitch on motherfuckers. But what did they say? You don't be a fucking hassa, man. That's true. Cockroach. <laughs> I guess they would have probably had it out super hard. He would have probably gotten into a fight, fucked him up. He might have shot him, but not like death, lethal shot, maybe. Yeah. Kneecaps yeah. or some shit. Yeah. But then eventually, like, as he loved his sister, maybe, and that's his boy, maybe eventually. But things don't work out that way. Mm -hmm. So, some dudes run up on Tony's house. Um, Like I said, Tony is up in his office, and it it finally hits him at one point. He's sitting there trying to, you know, rearrange his desk and be normal, but then he just sits down in his chair, and he's just like, what the fuck? What the fuck, man? Because, like, what the fuck did I do? I killed my boy, man. It'd be like if I shot PJ or something. It's like he he finally came down off his high and shit. Mm Mm-hmm. And he and they're about to get hired though, because he got the legit mountain of cocaine on his mm-hmm. desk. And he ain't even lining it up. He's just putting his whole fucking face into it because it's in his hair on the tip of his nose and everything. He getting fucked up. So he don't even realize he's not watching the cameras. He don't see all these dudes running around in the back, killing his people, earning them, getting like, fucked up. They getting assassinated. And quietly too. That's the thing. They getting splinter celled out there. Mm-hmm. But then he also don't know what's going on too, because now his sister is just like she's she gone. She snapped. Because mm-hmm. she comes up in there half naked and she's like, Tony. So I finally figured it out. He's like, you want me, don't you, Tony? He's like, she's like, you can't stand for any other dude to have me put his hands on me. So you, that means you must want me. And it, it always makes me laugh because he gives a kind of a look like, what the fuck are you talking about? Even though he high, like, what? And so she pulls a gun out. She's like, nah, since I can't handle no was like, come fuck me, Tony. Bow. And she just starts bucking to her. He's like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> Ducking under the She's like, fuck me, Tony, fuck me. Blah, blah. He catch, she catches him in the she leg. She does hit him in the leg at one point. She laughs. She's like, ha-ha-ha. Like a little giggle and shit. And she just starts going crazy. Because there's a, and the whole time is that, and one of the social dudes is like right outside the window, probably listening in. Like, man, what the fuck is going on in there? Mm-hmm. And she starts yelling. She's like, come on, Tony, just fuck me, like, Tony, just fuck me. And, and then he, he comes in the room. Over like, here thinking, so, what the fuck is this roll tide shit? That's right, yeah, roll tide. <laughs> roll tide. But eventually, he must get tired of it. He just jumps through the door. He's like, ah, brrr, like smokes her ass. She took at least like 20 of them bitches to the chest. Yeah. Dead as fuck. Ventilation to the max. Dead as the fuck. That's right. And Tony gets mad, throws him over the railing into the pool and he's like shooting down at him from the upstairs. So he ventilates him just as well. Mm-hmm. But now shit's popping. Now gunshots are happening. People know something's wrong. So Ernie is like looking around. Ernie sees all the dudes and shit. Or not Ernie. Was it Ernie was a fat dude? No, Ernie was the one that got yoked. No, Ernie was a fat dude. Ernie was a fat dude? Oh, yeah. shit. And me and my Uncle Andy always burst out laughing at this part because dude is down there, you know, with his little pistol trying to do something. And Sosa's dude with the shotgun, the one that's going to kill Tony at the end, spoilers, mm-hmm. walks up beside him and puts the barrel like point blank right to the back of his fucking head and just goes, <laughs> execution style. And they don't show it, of course, as it happens off screen, but you can just know that motherfucker's head flew across that motherfucking backyard like a goddamn frisbee, probably. Like that head, like that motherfucking goal. 
touchdown. Uh, I it's, don't know whatever sports it's, term. It, it is probably painted all over the mansion walls. That motherfucker. It might not even be like I said. That shit probably just chunks. That bitch look like yeah. scanners actually. Yeah, it's, it's, it's spray paint. Cronenberg, that motherfucker. Graffiti rock your ass. Dead as fuck. Always makes me laugh. No matter how many times I see it. And from this point on, it's just a big ass shootout. Tony's you no know, bugged out. His sister dead and everything. His people's all dying and shit. Uh, Chi Chi's trying to get in the room. He's banging on the door like, Tony, let me in, let me in. And then, of course, he doesn't because he's over there with the sister bugged out. Chi Chi takes about five shots right to the fucking back, dies right against the door. And then Tony looks at his cameras and sees all these dudes in his crib. And that's when he's like, okay, snap out of it. We got to go kill some motherfuckers. Mm -hmm. Gets the big machine gun with the grenade launcher and says the famous line, Chris, what? Shout out to my little friend. Look out. Blow the door open, shooting everybody up. Shooting them all in the ass. In all the up ass. their ass. And in the back and everything. And he's at the top of his stairway or the top of the hall or whatever, just bucking down at all these dudes, mm -hmm. taking hits. But he's so fucking high on cocaine, he probably don't really feel it. Well, I mean, he don't really feel it. Because he starts, he's bucking them, blowing grenades and everything. Okay! Like, fucking them niggas yeah. up. Yeah! Okay! Okay! But as I was telling Chris, he kind of fucked himself a little bit with all them grenades because it's so smoky in there. You can't really see where these dudes are now. They actually gave them motherfuckers cover. He gave them like the little, you know, like the ninjas throw the little smoke or like Batman throw the smoke grenade down and shit. Oh, yeah. Pretty much what he did to himself. So he starts taking hits and he's taking them to a point where like he drops the gun. And he's just like, bah, 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 getting smoked. And he's, I, got, I take all your bullets. I take all your fucking bullets. I take all your fucking bullets. And he's legit just eating like, like 20, 30 bullets. He's taking them all and he's just throwing his hands around like, ah, you can't kill me. You need a fucking army. You're going to take me. I take your fucking bullet. All this shit. Don't realize he's yelling so much. And the dude seeing, because the shotgun dude is creeping up behind Tony real slow. And I think the dudes at the bottom kind of see or realize what's happening because they kind of stop shooting. Because they don't want to hit that dude, of course. Mm -hmm. And Tony's up there hype talking shit, going on and on. And then, blah! Just shot the back. Shotgun right up against that motherfucking spinal. And of course, even though you, I don't give a fuck how high you are on cocaine, you eat all them little bullets. You ain't eating no goddamn shotgun bucks. Mm -mm. So Tony's going like, ah! Falls, falls off the ledge right into the pool. And he had the little sign right there that said, the world is yours right there. And he's sitting there just floating, leaking it all in that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And then the music starts. Homie's walking down the steps. Credits. And that was Scarface. This film is dedicated to Howard Hawks and Ben Hecht, the director and writer of the old school 1930 Scarface. But yeah, that was Scarface, Chris. Yo. 1983 version. So we're going to play promo, maybe some advertisements, and we'll be right back. Hi, guys. We interrupt your favorite podcast to... Interrupt you with an ad for your new favorite podcast. Wait, wait, isn't this playing on somebody else's show? Exactly. So then, how are we? I thought we were their new favorite podcast. Well, we're going to become their new favorite podcast after they hear this advertisement for our show. What's our show called, Justine? Superiority Complex. Yeah. Where can they find us, Patrick? Uh, Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, exactly. You can go to at Soup Complex on Twitter, S O U P Complex, and you can go to Facebook.com slash Soup Complex. But our main page is. On Podbean. And you can find us there at www.superioritycomplex.podbean.com. New episodes are out every Thursday. Justine, yes. what do we talk about on the Superiority Complex? Nerdy stuff. Perfect. Don't get all sensual with your voice. Yeah, did you hear that? I heard it. It's a little inappropriate. If you want to hear a little more of that, tune in to the Superiority Complex. One more time, Justine, what do we talk about? Nerdy stuff. Nah, wasn't no. the same. You tried. <laughs> So, Chris, 
What'd you think about Scarface? This is only your second time seeing it in full, right? Yeah. What'd you think about it? So, um, this movie is a fascinating, um, uh, I want to say it's a fascinating case study about a, mm. a guy who's, uh, who essentially is, uh, rises up from power uh, with, from nothing. Yep. And he's just, uh, he always, the only thing that always is, uh, it, it stays the same is the fact that he wants to keep he keeps himself um he he always tries to keep his word no matter what all he got is his balls and his word mm-hmm. and he just keep and uh but the thing is like it it, it proves that like as people have always said one bad day can change <laughs> everything yeah it's an enjoyable ride from start to finish mm-hmm. i i really love i didn't think i'd like it so much as i did did you like it more this time or about the same as you did the first time um, I think I like uh, I like it more the second time around. Uh, actually, uh, realizing stuff now better on repeat viewing. Mm-hmm. So on that note, this is probably getting a ten plus. Oh shit! I think these gonna go that high. The three hour runtime. How's it? How you feel about it? Is it bothering? It, it, it breezed by for me. That okay? Like I I I barely felt it. Uh, only reason I started fading a little bit is because I'm I was tired anyway. So. Mm-hmm. But the, other than that, like it just breathes by. Like, I, I, I was encap, I was encaptured by it like the whole time, uh, start to finish. You stayed awake the whole three hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's always a sign. Like if it, if anything, this is, I guess it, uh, I've, this is kind of my kind of movie. Like the one where, like you could t- you could you, you can get enraptured in the story behind it and not miss a beat. There you go. I wholeheartedly agree. It's also a ten plus. Like what the fuck y'all thought I was gonna do, man? Like I quote this movie constantly. 10 plus. The runtime, I'm never fucking bored in three hours, which is rare with these type of movies. Like, Lord of the Rings will put them up. That's like video NyQuil. Yeah, pretty much. This shit right here is hype as fuck. I can attest to that. I I watched uh, Two Towers and was asleep half the That's the one we didn't watch. (laughs) But yeah, man. Yeah, I I think I've seen pieces of Return of the King. Pieces. That's the one we watched. I think you were here. When we watched Return of the King, you didn't. Re- you watched it. I did. You just didn't record with us. You uh, left uh, right when we about to start recording. You was like, "Yeah, bye." Oh shit! <laughs> I guess I think I took you. You wanted. You had to go home or something. So you, you know, you watched it with us. Oh yeah, because that was funny enough. When we did that, when we uh, watched Return of the King, it was me, you, PJ, Cameron, and the fucking spirit at the time. Mm-hmm. And then when we recorded, it was just me and PJ. Everybody fucking left. <laughs> I, I, just just nobody wanted to talk about it. The four times where I, got, I had to get my setup. <laughs> yeah. So now it's like they everybody left. They abandoned us on that one. I was like, oh, word? All right. <laughs> but yeah, no, no. Scarface is the shit. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Quoted infinitely. Never feels boring in the slightest. The only, thing I, only time it might be a slight bit of a drag, and it's not even that big of a drag, but the only time it really kind of slows up is, of course, there's a, like a couple scenes where he's talking, trying to game girly up. Yeah, the, but that, those are the only scenes. Yeah, that's the, that stuff is like if you if it had been taken out, it wouldn't really have bothered me. But I mean, even still, it's not bad. It's just compared to everything else. That's the only that's the only parts I could think of that drag. Everything else just breeze. Like I said, three hours breeze by. I, I could watch this shit again today mm-hmm. and not even be bothered by. It. This was one of the tapes. This was one of the illustrious tapes that I had when I had my VCR back in high school, where I would have certain tapes. Of course, I had them all in the closet, all my older ones. But I would have some that I kept next to the VCR, and I would just alternate them tapes. Whenever one finished, rewind it, put the next one in. Rewind it, put the next one in. This was one of them. Yeah. It was Scarface, Do the Right Thing, Tales from the Hood, um, Die Hard. 
Dolomite. Yeah, I believe that. <laughs> um, what else? I think I'm no, I'm thinking I'm missing some, but those are the big ones I can remember off the top of my head. So this was this was were there. So Scarface has always been one of my favorite. And I love the fucking video game too. Go play the video game if you can somehow. Mm-hmm. I got the PS2. It's pretty much the video game, like I said, it's just a what if story. Like what if he didn't die then? You kill all the dudes and then you have to just rebuild the whole empire. You end up taking out like the fucking DS brothers and Gaspar Gomez and the end the game by killing Sosa. So yeah, you go. As I think it's based off a book too. I think somebody wrote a book and then that's what the video game story is based off of. And that mm-hmm. video game is funny too because it has a ton of people like voice acting wise. Like I can't remember off the top of my head. I know Jay, Jason Muse is in there as a voice too at some point. Mm. There's a ton of people and that was a big fucking thing when it came out. They were going to make a sequel to it and it never fucking came out. Which sucks ass. Yeah. Because I know they did the Godfather game. I love that game too. Then they did, good, yeah, they did the Godfather 2 game. I didn't like that one as much. But I was like, that one got a sequel, but Scarface didn't. That fucking sucks, man. But I recommend Scarface. I actually recommend the original one even. Like maybe one day I'll cover it on the show or something. But they're, they're all good. This is better though. This is like I was telling Chris, this is one of those rare times where the remake just completely like outshines and obliterates the original one to where nobody even will even know that there is an original one. People just think it's this. It's like, no, no, no. This is a remake. I tell mm-hmm. you, the only other one I can think of off the top of my head that just completely obliterated the original mm-hmm. is The Thing. Right. Because The Thing from Another World is from like 1957? Mm-hmm. Some shit like that. Nobody fucking remembers that movie with James Arness and shit. Everybody knows Kurt Russell and John Carpenter. Yeah. And then they did a prequel in 2011 with, with the one chick. Oh, what was her name? Fuck. She was John McClane's daughter in Die Hard 4. She's one- Mary Elizabeth Winston. Thank you. She, they did a re- pre, uh, prequel to the Carpenter one with her. I only know because she's hot as fuck and she was in uh, <laughs> Final Destination 3. The terrible one. That sucks that she was in the whack one. She, yeah, it's true. I didn't like that one. It made me... That's the reason why I do not fuck with roller coasters. Oh, yeah. That's probably... The best part in that movie is that scene for sure, mm-hmm. probably. Because I remember they had a DVD special... Or a special feature on the DVD where like, you could control like who if they lived or died and all this other... Like, make, it was like, like a choose your own adventure type thing. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, that's probably my least favorite out of all of them. Though. I had some of the weakest kills. And I remember the, dude, the one where the black dude died in the motherfucking weight bench or whatever. And how that fake was it like looked. two, wasn't it? Or was that was that three. three. Oh, that was three? Oh, yeah, that was three. That was three. Uh, yeah, it, was, yeah. it looked so fake in that movie. It's, a, it's like a mascot thing, like fucking uh, swung. It was like the little the swords. swords yeah. Who the fuck has like swords like that in their, in their weight bench anyway? Like a, I mean, in their like, gym anyway like that? Dumb people. <laughs> Yeah, finally, my, the first two are the best. Yeah. Me and you went to go see the fourth one in the theater, I remember, back in the day. Me, I think it was just me and you. Uh, was That that was the one with the NASCAR race, wasn't yes. it? Yes. Yeah. Love that one. That was hilarious. That was fucking all over the place. I was like... The final destination, even though they made another one after that. <laughs> yeah, which is technically a prequel, actually. It is. Oh, spoilers. But yeah, <laughs> find out at the end. I liked five. five. I like all of them except three is the only one I really don't like that much. It's not terrible. Mm-hmm. It's like all the other ones would be probably around like... Eights and I think higher. I, that one's probably like a five or a six. I think for the longest time I didn't six. like. I didn't like two. I love two. That's the one with the log and the highway and all that shit. Two yeah. is the shit. Two, two. I felt like it, it was. It tried to be more of a story when all you just need is to like. It it was a, it was a weaker story than it than it should have been. Like they could oh, they they, they were just trying to continue from where one was and try to keep everybody alive and shit. Oh. I was like I, I was like I just. I I just want to see some fresh kills. That while the kills in there were weak as hell. I tell you, funny enough, I didn't rate every movie on IMDb, but I rated some of them, and some of the scores are even. I, it's crazy to me. Even I didn't rate two, unfortunately, but I gave the first one an eight. Mm-hmm. Three, I didn't rate. 
The fourth one, I gave that shit a ten, dog. <laughs> I, I like. I remember. I remember like. I don't remember liking it that much. Though. That's funny. I gave that a higher score than all of them. You probably five, enjoyed that na- that NASCAR scene so much. Probably we saw it in theaters too. That shit was hype in the theater. It, it was because it was like shit. it was three. It was a three D wall that everything was flying at you and shit. When was that? Two thousand nine. So I was eighteen. So that, that probably is about right. Yeah, mm-hmm. antenna. And I get five and eight. So tell me, I guess I like the fourth one the most back then. I have to rewatch all those. Maybe for Halloween, I would look through some more of those again. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd have I'd have to look through those again to see if my see if my opinion differs on two this time. <laughs> yeah, I have to look at those again. We don't want to need to watch Scarface again because it's a ten plus all around. If Cameron was here, I'm sure he'd agree with us. Mm-hmm. So there it is, Scarface. Go watch it. It's probably streaming somewhere. It's a popular ass movie. It's probably on DVD for like two bucks. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to spend 50 bucks. Yeah, literally, this is a masterclass in storytelling, honestly. Damn right. I agree. Written by Oliver Stone, folks. Didn't say that before, but he wrote it. Didn't Mm -hmm. direct it, though. Coked out of his mind, if I remember right from the background details. (laughs) Which doesn't surprise me, because he also wrote and directed Natural Born Killers. (laughs) I mean, hey. About 10 years after this, even. So, Chris. Yo. Now that we gave 10 pluses all around the Scarface... We got to educate him a little bit on some of this black history. Flashcards from the urban intellectuals. Who you got? I have Memnon, mm-hmm. 700 BCE, king of the Ethiopians in Greek mythology who fought in the Trojan War. Mm. Said to have great military skill and rank, he brought an army to Troy's defense against the Achaean invaders. Mm. Uh, during battle, Memnon was killed by the Greek hero Achilles. Ah. Zeus, who was a Greek god, noticed the tears of Memnon's mother, Aeos. Oh, that's okay. I knew that sounds mm-hmm. okay. And became so moved by her emotion that he decided to make Memnon immortal. Mm. Myths say that the soldiers of Memnon's army were turned into birds known as Men- Memnonides and would come up to his come to his grave every year to fight and weep over his grave. Mm. Memnon. There it is. I got one for you too, since Cameron's not here. This week I have Queen Candace of Cush. <laughs> 350 BCE. Let's see if it's going to say the obvious. Also known as Kandake, Queen Candace was an Ethiopian queen who ruled the kingdom of Cush 33, uh, 330 BCE. The name Candace was given by the Europeans, of course, to all queens of Ethiopia, but this queen has a special story. Legend says that her true name was, oh man, all right, uh, Amanarinus. And was not only was she a ruler, but also a fierce warrior. Candace faced many great militaries and even positioned herself on top of a war elephant to battle Alexander the Greek. He is thought to have either settled with her or retreated. Even after losing an eye in battle, Candace continued to fight against Rome and defeat nations that came up against that Cush. Cush. Now it's Queen Candace of Cush. Out here putting in that work, running motherfuckers off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Run that shit. That's right. Do your thing, girl. <laughs> so, Chris, I guess I'll give them some info. But first, you let them know where they can find you if they want to find you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at ChrisCross0018. You can find me on Facebook at uh, Chris Smith. Um, my you just uh, my profile picture is just uh, uh, a purple profile picture of me. You know if you see it. There it is. And if you want to follow the show on Twitter, you can do so at capital H, capital V, capital H, capital P, lowercase Icast, HVH Podcast on Twitter, Home for the Hustle Podcast on uh, Instagram, Home for the Hustle on Facebook, Home for the Hustle on YouTube, and Patreon.com slash Home for the Hustle. All right, Jason, I know we said we was gonna do Mean Guns this week. I apologize, but I was like, before we got to do Scarface before I go. 
<laughs> we have talked about it so much these last couple of weeks. I got to get it in, man. So I apologize. We're going to get to me. He's over here saying, you, are you kidding me, man? You kidding me or what, man? You kidding me or what, man? I fuck you, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I fuck you, man. Like Black Dynamite put two both movies. I'm sorry. But we had to do Scarface. And now I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not even going to say what we're doing next week because I keep changing it. So it's like, why even bother telling motherfuckers? You just find out on Wednesday when I make a post about it. So stay tuned. Follow the sites. Stay informed. And keep listening. And I got one thing left to tell you. I'm Brent. Chris. That shit is that. Get me with that man. DJs, 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 man. Nah, there you go. Have a great rest of the world for days. Oh, have a great rest of the Friday. Have a great rest of the world for day. Listen to this on. Go watch Scarface. You've probably already seen it by now. I'm sure my mom is somewhere happy we both gave it 10 pluses. It would have been three right. cameras here, I'm sure. So it was. Like Black Dynamite, that's two big ones in a row. They're all, all ten. Yeah. This one even got, if it's just me and you, this is ten pluses all around. Yeah. So that's what's a ten. The Black Dynamite, I think, got two tens and a ten plus from me. So now it's all in agreement with Scarface. Mm-hmm. So go watch it, folks. And watch the original one. Why not? And like I said, come back next week because my time in Ohio is coming to an end. So we're going to have to celebrate. We're going to do some big ones. Some, this was one of the big ones. I said, we got to do, we got to do. And Mortal Kombat technically counted, too. Oh, I got an idea for one that you said. Uh, we should have said that we should have done uh, before you leave. Uh, remember, you were talking about Mighty Morphin Power Rangers was one. Oh, shit. That's right. Maybe that had to see. Yeah, we got options. I'm going to look into the banks to see what we got. I might just have to buy that Blu ray before I go. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe Power Rangers. <laughs> maybe, maybe Baby Boy. Maybe Too Fast to Fears. Maybe you got served. I don't fucking know. You'll find out when we find out. Yeah. But until that day, peace. Peace. Thank you.